0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm excited to bring you this highly requested episode of the Mindify Crash podcast. Today's guest is a jack of all trades, whose impressive tech background might lead you to believe that he is from Silicon Valley. This individual led me to lose my podcast virginity just a few short years ago, and has been a major support on my new show as well. I'm proud to bring you Mr. Jared Karenko. How are you, buddy?
1: I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate Long it. Long overdue. Yes, yes. Glad to
0: have you here. Um, and, and definitely on a on a very uh, unique night. Um, I think it's uh, ironic. Kismet. Perfect. Perfectly said. I actually don't know the word. I'm just going to act like I do. <laughs>
1: uh, meant to be.
0: Oh, absolutely, then. <laughs> this is definitely fate. Um, Last time we did a, a big episode like this was leading up into one of the high, most highly anticipated fights of the year, Definitely. if not the decade. And that was the Mayweather-McGregor fight. And now here we are, Tyson, Roy Jones Jr., they fight tomorrow. I'm excited, bro. I'm excited to see where this episode too. goes.
1: I didn't even know this was happening this weekend. I knew it was happening. Right. But I actually didn't know it was happening this weekend until you text me. And I was we were like, talking okay, about the UFC yeah, 255, I'll look, I'll look yeah. i look into it. And then I couldn't even find a date, and you text me November 28th. And I was like, I typed in Tyson uh, Tyson Jones November 28th, and then it popped up. Sure, right. shit, enough. I was just like, okay,
0: fair and- enough. I'm excited for that, I think um like you like we were just talking about you know two thousand and five his last fight obviously i was I was a kid we were both children then, so mm-hmm. I don't remember anything about that. This is my first time in my adult life that I'm gonna be able to watch one of the greatest to ever do it do his thing yeah um, there's a tone we're gonna talk about pertaining to tomorrow night's fight, but first we're gonna get into the good stuff the the bulk of the episode and Your guys are going to get a little bit of a taste of what we used to do, what, three, four years ago? Uh, This is a while ago.
1: Yeah, I mean, that sounds right. It was a hazy time. (laughs) Yeah, it was
0: definitely a hazy time.
1: It could be four (laughs) months ago for all I know. I mean, um, no, it couldn't. Right, right. But overall, it probably could have been like a year ago or further because it's hard for me to think because there's been so much that happened on Elyria Ave. Facts.
0: You are um, not wrong about that.
1: I mean... Yeah, three four years sounds about right, and a lot happened over there. A lot, a lot has <laughs> happened. Talk about it like it's war. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs>
0: back in my day, I've seen some things. <laughs> uh, so, for anyone listening at home, uh, Jared actually, when I moved back from Florida, the realistically, like the day I got back, he. He said, hey, um, let's do this podcast. We had talked about it in the past. Uh, Wob is in Florida. We had considered, you know, doing them from two different states. It, it just wasn't ideal um, for the quality that we wanted to put out. Difficult um, to set something like absolutely. that. Absolutely. And it, 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 it is. I think a little now it's a little bit easier. Uh, right. A lot of people are doing it through Skype and Zoom. And the, mm-hmm. the quality sounds a lot better. Yeah. Um, but... The Family Podcast. So from anyone that doesn't know, um, and most people do, but if you're new to this show and have never heard my podcast in the past, um, I was on a show called The Family Podcast and host Mr. Jared Karenko, Um, He created this and I kind of want to just get it right, right from the source. Where did you come up with the concept of making that show? Because this is single handedly one of the biggest inspirations of what I have going on now.
1: Well, I, I appreciate you saying that, but mainly mainly the the goal behind the family, it was the family I don't know if you remember the family U U U. And the triple U stood for unfiltered, uneducated and
0: Unrelated. Unrelated. Yep.
1: Because no one was actually part of a family together. We all made our own little family
0: there. And we did. So um
1: but the the main the main goal was basically to get across the point that we're just a bunch of uh I don't know i don't want to say derelicts but we're we're a bunch of no good people who just wanted to have fun and say whatever the hell they thought and yeah. basically hopefully people found it funny and they did they loved the first episode yeah we'd actually uh, had we some, only ever some aired views. one episode though i think we recorded three episodes but yeah um, um the
0: the first episode that pilot episode was huge because it was something that we promoted everything right. from there mm-hmm. we kind of just did on the fly
1: yep So, but I mean, we we had a lot of fun with it, and uh, I mean, I actually, I was scrolling through my phone the other day, and I saw pictures of uh, you, uh, Dominic was on the floor, um, because we made him drink too much that day, (laughs) and I think Dominic was laying on the floor laughing, and uh, you were down there trying to actually, like, Paddle beer in his mouth from like afar, um, so I had a lot of good pictures from the first good. session we ever recorded. But I mean, it was basically just an inebriated talk session that
0: always was really hilarious. Though
1: rules, yeah, it was always fun. It was always hilarious. We tried to follow like I don't know a schedule, kind of like how oh, right. yours is much much more <laughs> dialed in, <laughs> dialed in and in line. Because we basically, I'd have. 50 topics on a sheet of paper and we talk about two topics for the entire thing and those two topics were basically just spider webs into different shit that much throughout the entire episode.
0: I mean, I've listened to them not too long ago and I just remembered like, one it's easier because I was there so I could put an image to the podcast, but I'm like, dude that first episode, like you, me, I was off my ass, drunk the, the <laughs> whole day. I
1: mean, we we started the thing by actually cracking. Yes, Mike, and I think that it was, was the Harters? perfect.
0: It was because remember, Mike's hard, so is prison. <laughs> oh, that, that was the thing on the on the can, and I'm like, line. who put this on there? <laughs> Just great times. Drink responsibly. It, yes, drink responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> and it, uh, it's funny because like it was just such a it, it was like such an important part of I think all of our lives that were that were able to be on the show uh, as your guests. I agree. Um, man. It was
1: it was a lot of fun. It was just I think the reason it fell off was not only because we were busy and a whole bunch of you know life happened yeah real life shit yeah but i mean aside from all of that it's just i mean i give you props because sitting there and editing a one hour to two hour long recording doesn't just take time man that's like that's grueling process yeah it's it's one hour to listen through the whole thing and then you have to sit there and either bookmark or edit right on the spot Mm -hmm. i'm gonna burp a lot through this episode i apologize (laughs) it's okay um But, I mean, it's a lot to just go through all of that, and then, like, by the end of it, it took three hours to edit your one-hour episode, so it was a four-hour process, Yeah, and not to mention, we're all making livings outside of podcasts.
0: Correct. Yeah, there was actually no living to be made there. That was simply (laughs) all hobby. that's also true. (laughs) We were, like, serious enthusiasts when it came to that.
1: Uh, But, I mean, we had fun with it, and that's my thing, you know? I I just get engulfed in whatever the hell I'm working towards that time, and yeah that's what i did with the family and i see you doing it with this now and it's awesome man
0: thank you bro i've definitely taken a few pointers from you that's for sure um so let's just get right into it where <laughs> high school parties some of your favorite times in high school um, one things that you loved things that you hated And things were just downright wrong about every Amherst party when we were in high school. I want to know what your input is, your insight, because we all look at things different. The things that I probably love most because I'm so sick or could be the things that you hate, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Um, So I figured what better thing than two straight up party boys talking about what they love and what they don't.
1: All right. All right. Uh, Well, I mean, first of all, I don't. I don't know if you even know this, but I actually did not go to a party in high school until senior year.
0: I do know that. Yeah. We spent a lot of time in, the, in the basement. But I a lot in senior year. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but like, like aside from that, I mean, it was really just having LAN parties. Right. Um, which is just a bunch of geeks um, playing video games. And then when all the parents went to sleep, we walked outside and got stoned. And then we'd come inside and eat a lot of Doritos and play more video games. You'd so, facts. Uh, very little complaints on that end of the party aspect. Uh, but then when senior year hit, I I refused to let my entire high school career go without a party. So, um, <clears throat> after one senior year hit and I started going to parties, I think um, the first one I ever went to, um, I don't know if I should be saying names so I won't say it, but it was a party. That a friend hosted that I didn't really know well at the time at all, actually, one of my buddies invited me to go there and got hammered at the that, and then
0: you were a drinker at the time, correct I mean, even though you weren't partying, you drank still right
1: I mean I drank uh, not really I okay. don't even, I don't even want to say like because like, honestly, like I would drink if I found the opportunity to do so, but it wasn't like I was like
0: seeking that shit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I was a stoner, in all honesty. Right. Um, up until then. yeah uh-huh. um, but I think like some of the more memorable moments came from uh some McCarty fests.
0: Absolutely. Uh, and I, that's already been aired out, so we can talk about that. Yeah, and, you that, know.
1: that's why I am I'm, tr- I'm trying to veer on the side of things I can talk about. Correct. Uh, <laughs> but um like basically like I remember at a McCarty's fest, I was actually I was so hammered one time. Um Thank goodness for Four Locos. Whoever absolutely devilish human being made those
0: sponsor me Four Loco. <laughs>
1: But uh, I, I drank Four Locos after they were, like, regulated and they took all the caffeine. Right, the right. Phone. Have
0: you ever had a bad experience with the OG Four Locos?
1: I never had an OG Four Loco. That's what I'm Terrible.
0: Sad. It's terrible. Like, I uh, heard, like, it, yeah. it's
1: basically like the vodka Red Bull.
0: Put them in a coffin. Like, yeah. Put them in a coffin.
1: And I'm glad I never had those for that reason.
0: It's a foul throw up. It's a foul hangover. That's, that's the big thing, man. Like yeah. I, I went
1: through four peach, four locos one night at a McCarty Fest. Mm-hmm. Um, I
0: remember this, actually. And then I
1: actually I vomited what I thought was just straight peach syrup. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was not a fan of that.
0: Yeah, very, uh, very mean, strange coming back up. I don't know up. many
1: who would be, but regardless, I wasn't a fan of that. And uh, I remember that night. Um, I apologize to Nolan Miller, because I'll say it now, because I was mm-hmm. kind of an asshole that night. Uh, but regardless, damn! He, I forgot he used to go there. Yeah, he he kept telling me I couldn't drink, and I was sitting there saying, "Let's go shot for shot." And mm-hmm. then I ended up like, I think I ended up like slapping him in the face or something like that. Like, I'm not a confrontational human being, right? 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 He right. kept challenging me, and I was just like, okay. <laughs> so, and then like he okay. got up, and then when he stood up to me, I pushed him back down. Then when he stood up again, like I ended up like throwing him to the ground. And uh, like I held his face in like the floor, and I threatened to punch him, but I didn't do it. Oh my Um, god!
0: I vividly remember this, which is weird.
1: And that's why I'm also like publicly apologizing because that's probably the most aggressive I've ever been with you. You felt bad after. That's the only reason
0: I remember is because the next day I remember you bringing it up.
1: Yeah, I felt I felt horrible the next day. I think you drove me home that next Mm -hmm. morning Mm -hmm. because I was still drunk in the morning. Yep, definitely did. But. Yeah, That's out. funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, it wasn't a proud moment, but it happened. It's a moment. So, it happened. And therefore, Nolan Miller, if you happen to hear this, I greatly apologize for what happened that night.
0: It's uh, it's cool because like the McCarty party, it didn't matter what grade. I feel like every grade kind of came together um, for that week, uh, that spring break week. Um, just to kind of, like, let let loose on everything. So, like, the less drama, the better. We were all about just, like, like purely having a good time. Yeah. Um, which was cool, like, that we even had an opportunity or an environment to do so right. for a full week. Because it was like, yeah, Cancun's cool. Uh, Florida's cool, but... We could just do this. You know, weather's nice. We got the pool. We got the drinks. Everything is taken too, care so of. It's
1: like, I, I mean, even when it was cold out, we were still having fun. You know? Yeah. Like, we- Because there's been
0: some cold McCarty parties. There
1: was. I, I think the throwing up the Peach Four Loco night was one of the cold nights, because I remember we were out there, and we went out to, on the patio or whatever, and we, you know-
0: Kenbo was sleeping out there yeah. that night, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he threw up as well, so you weren't alone.
1: Uh, I, I I think there were more than two people who threw up that <laughs> night. <laughs> but I mean, regardless, like it, it was a blast, and like like I was saying, you know, it's the weather didn't. No matter what the weather was, we still had fun. Like you said, we, the
0: show must go on. We
1: made it be like our own spring vacation. Yep. We didn't need Cancun. We didn't need whatever the places in Florida.
0: Siesta Key or ta- – no, can- uh, I almost said Cancun again. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cancun, Cancun. Love that place, man. <laughs> Where the spring
1: break location is in Florida. I've never gone there.
0: Yeah, there's a, there's all PCB, all kinds of places. Panama City, Fort Myers Beach. Panama City. Yeah, Panama there's a, there's one, a ton. Um, th- so, for me, the things that I think I loved most about high school parties was – the entrance because you know me and I'm big into like feeding my ego mm-hmm. at that time. I was big in like feeding my ego. So like arriving fashionably late so that I knew everyone was there. If I showed up <laughs> if I showed up right at at the time, I would sit in my car and wait a good thirty minutes. I'd like put on a <laughs> put on a Chief Keefe album and listen to it almost your own influ- video. <laughs> right. And like just like get myself in the zone and then I'd just like enter in the most bougie way possible and I just remember like looking back on it so cringy now because you know people were like oh this fucking douchebags here like (laughs) god damn it yep there's Tristan there's that dickhead you know but I love the intro and I always love witnessing people's uh, exit yeah so the intro and outro are definitely my favorites because you would always see probably some of the funniest and sneakiest things happen at the end of a party you know, oh, you yeah. see people going to sneak off like, hey, let's go upstairs. And I'm like, oh, God damn. You're going to regret that in the morning, dog. You know, but whatever right. it is, you know, the whatever ends the party and watching everyone leave is like, there's always a memory to be had there.
1: That's true. I it, think uh, at least with the McCarty Fest, one of my favorite memories was um, the, the beer pong. And me and Brian Young went to the beer pong tables, and it was probably the only time I played beer pong, and like went a whole night undefeated.
0: You guys ran that table, actually. I do remember that now.
1: That that's the only time. I'm not good at beer pong, so and I'm not afraid to um,
0: admit that. I don't know. You're not bad.
1: All right. Well, to someone who's never played beer pong, I'm good. But all I'm trying to say is to people who are. Actually, claim themselves like I'm good at cornhole. I'm okay with saying Mm -hmm. that. I am not okay with saying I'm good at beer pong. Got you. I got you. (laughs) Brian
0: Young, on the other hand, is he's good at mad skill. He's good at beer pong. I so I'm going to bring up something that obviously our friend group has always been the same. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever, I'm not going to bring up names. Have you ever been to one of the the trailer park parties that me and brian all of us i figure not
1: because that that was all junior year and sophomore year see i know what you're talking about and yeah. that that was actually who what surprised young the most because mm-hmm. like i would tell him like i had never been to a party like in junior year i was like i've never been to a party
0: and he's like what
1: he was like out of all the parties i've been to at that trailer park right. basically he was like the amount of stories that came out of that
0: so let, like I've never been there. Let me tell you one story in particular that is just fucking hilarious. And for anyone listening, these trailer park parties were straight ratchet. These were some ratchet ass parties. The only reason me and, and the the homeboy we're talking about were there is simply due to relationships at that time. Um, there was a night where we were all playing Pong and well, we were trying to play Pong. So, we had no table. What did we do? We took the fucking door off the master bedroom. Oh, my God. And put it with, we got two road cones, or two um, road signs, and put the door on the signs. What do you
1: mean you got two road We
0: stole cones? them off of some construction out on the main road. So, we yanked those, put those down, and then put the door down. Put the cups, boom, we're ready to go. Game starts. Young makes a crazy behind-the-back, off-the-wall shot. So he goes behind the back, bounces off the wall and hits a cup. And I'm immediately like, "Holy shit."
1: Like full triangle or was he going for a cup?
0: No, he 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 didn't call the shot, but he was like, "I'm going to I'm going to do I'm this." I'm going to do this, yeah. Yeah, he knew he knew what he was doing. Um and I remember being like, "Holy shit." Then and I don't I don't think this was a coincidence. I I do think it was a coincidence. Actually, a really <laughs> fucked up coincidence. This random chick like Everyone's like making a huge scene and like this chick like comes stumbling out of nowhere and she fucking falls on the table. Now mind you, this isn't a real table. This is a makeshift (laughs) fucking table. She falls on the door (laughs) and every cup, therefore, smacks the wall. She she takes the table out, every cup. Hits the wall and we all start ducking. We're like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> and she's just laying on the floor, like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> dude, I just remember losing it." And oh me man,
2: that's awesome. And
0: a, a, a gentleman we'll just refer to as Squid. Uh, were crying tears. <laughs> I mean, do we were crying? Oh, it was man. the funniest thing. So we were like, "What the fuck happened?" And she was just like, "I don't know." Uh, I was laughing, and then I got dizzy. And we're like, "That's no excuse. <laughs> you fucked up the table. Like, you just took away <laughs> from party one of the- files one on yeah. You don't
1: do that. Fall it, on a couch,
0: <laughs> dude." And then and then, like those parties were just always so ratchet. Like then there was like uh a a group of brothers. There was these three brothers that were all similar in age with us, but they went to St. Joe's. Um, so they weren't really in our group, mm-hmm. but they would still kind of, they messed around with some of the chicks. They were just around, let's just put it that way. Okay. Um, and they had this little kid brother. So there was four brothers in total. The three were relatively mm-hmm. close. And then they had this little kid brother, but they bring him to parties all the time, which was fucked up. And I remember this little they, they were all little shitheads. Mm-hmm. There were a bunch of little shits. And I remember leaving my cigarettes in the bathroom. I'm I'm out mingling and shit. I see them show up. I'm like, God damn it. Like, it's like, check your pockets, hide your wallet, hide your keys. (laughs) Definitely hide (laughs) your smokes. Yeah. These little shits are here. (laughs) I'm like, as soon as I make eye contact with one of them, I'm like, fuck, I gotta go get my cigarettes. I walk in there. Door is locked. I'm like, yo, let me in. You hear a little kid. You could tell it's a kid, maybe 12 years old. Uh, busy. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Busy? I said, I ain't asking, bro. Open this motherfucking door. Yeah. Opens the door. Walks out. Cigarettes gone. I said, where my shit at? And he's like, huh? I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm have like, oh, 12 year old. Yeah. I have to beat this fucking. <laughs> so I go up to the to the brothers and I'm like, dude, I'm gonna fucking choke your brother out. You better you better come up with these cigarettes. They all act dumbfounded. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't what know where I don't know where these dudes are at right now in life, but they're probably fucking con artists of some sort because <laughs> they were all little shitheads. It was crazy to me. Like who who it, honestly, it's kind of genius. Use the 12-year-old to do mm-hmm. the dirty work. It is smart. Yeah, Um,
1: no one's going to fuck with the little 12-year-old.
0: I hope that 12-year-old's doing all right in life now, though. Maybe he's the only one that's successful. Right, right, right. Watch that be fucking crazy. (laughs) Uh, High school was definitely a good time. It's like another thing that I think I loved um, was like after football games, we would always meet at one of our buddy's uh, basements because like he had his basement was laid out for anyone listening. Um, Bed, living room, everything was downstairs. And we were just blazing mad reefer at the time. I mean, this was, like, literally, we would have Trailer Park Boys on repeat. Mm-hmm. Just, dude, it was it was like a stoner's paradise, you know? It was a great time. Those were amazing times, but I will tell you, I am not much, I've never been much for a, a heavy weed smoker. Mm-hmm. Um, the dabs, the flour, everything, dude, you guys would put me down to the point where you guys enjoyed it me I was afraid to leave because I don't even think I could walk right I'm like I mean this doesn't it used feel to be good like the
1: goal you know like because I, I basically lived at this guy's house for a little while yeah yeah um, and uh, like yeah I mean like anytime we'd hang out with someone that we enjoyed and we knew they weren't you know heavy stoners or anything like that it's right like okay. Let's see what Let's realm take it up we a can notch. put you in, right? So, and uh, I remember there was one buddy who actually we brought down, and like we used to listen to like reggae music, and I had all these Halloween lights, and I used to have this, um, it's called like a kaleidoscope light, I think, and it just puts all those red and green dots yep. everywhere. But then if you have a fog machine, or at this point, for us it was lungs because we were smoking so much, right? Um, she getting
0: mad hazy.
1: You could see the entire line, so it looks like you know. I don't know, like a Blade epi- or a Blade movie or right, something. Right, some Mission like, Impossible yeah, type you shit. Yeah, something yep. crazy. And uh, Buddy took like probably like two or three bong rips or something like that. Goes pale. I'm like, let I- me Let's pause
0: for a second, though. Yeah. Elaborate on what type of glass you guys are using because that Fritz perk, all of the glass that you have purchased. Well,
1: this time it's just, uh, it was the bong that we named Lola. And it was just like, okay. it was simple. It was a beaker bottom bong. Uh, simple down stem and then had like a four stem tree perk in it. Gotcha. I know. So, I remember.
0: I remember Lola. So,
1: uh, I mean like it, it It wasn't anything too special at that time because that was like at the beginning phases but like mm-hmm. near the end we had the Fritz perk and the rooster. I
0: loved it. Um, loved it.
1: Really upset. Like I, something happened to that. Either it was sold or it was broke or something I think
0: like the, the, ha- the the mouthpiece broke I'm pretty sure. Something something like kind of shitty happened to it. Yeah
1: I, just, I mean a lot of unfortunate thing happened to glass yeah. around wear and there because tear because we bought a lot of glass and we weren't the most responsible with it i think the coolest thing though like which was also probably the cheapest thing we ever bought uh during my hiatus there basically mm-hmm. um was uh we bought i think it was a, a six foot plastic bong because we went to um a head shop
0: good lord
1: and they said 10 bucks a feet or 10 bucks a foot so we're uh, I sat there, and I opened my wallet, and I was like, so if I gave you $60 right now, you'll give me a six-foot bong? And they were like, yep. yeah, we'll do that. And I was just like, but here's the problem. Like, the bowl pack on it supports, like, 0. 0.13 of weed. So <laughs> I was like, I want something that packs an eighth. And they were just like, okay. So they gave me, like, like this deep dip. It looked like a thimble for your thumb or right, something right, like right. that. And you just screwed it on the top, and it would pack, like, three and a half to four grams or something like that thing was a monster and like you would literally have to sit there and you would have to take two hits out of the bong the first hit was to fill it up entirely Mm -hmm. with smoke and then the second hit would be to pull the slider and then you actually have to inhale all of that smoke oh my god the amount of vomiting that incurred from that i was gonna say the drool
0: (laughs) the tears the sweat oh all of it
1: but it was fun times
0: what You also had that grenade launcher-looking one. You could put that bitch up on the shoulder and probably rob a gas station. You know which one I'm talking about? It had like four or five, probably like four different chambers.
1: Oh, the sin.
0: That thing was sexy.
1: S-Y-N, yep. That was was my biggest purchase because for my birthday, I got a decent amount of money. And uh, when I got that cash, I I texted that buddy who I was basically living with Mm -hmm. at the time. And I was just like let's go to a head shop and buy the coolest thing we can afford with the amount of money I received
0: dungeon. Correct. Yeah. the dungeon. You bought a lot of glass from there. Uh, I bought a decent
1: amount. Uh, once I realized I could buy glass online and my parents were cool with it, I just started getting shipped to the house. Right. Um, this was all back before I bought a house and I realized financial priorities because (laughs) yeah, we were kids. We were, we
0: were were still in high school. So Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. But I mean like, like during that time, uh, we went to the dungeon, and I think it was like, I want to say like seven, eight hundred bucks I spent on
0: the Dude, bong. I, yeah, I thought it was more than that, but.
1: I mean, that bong alone, I think was seven hundred. In and total, you spent I for it for like $250. Pretty
0: and sure then, you walked out of the door around twelve hundred bucks with yeah, all the bu- shit I you bought. Yeah, I bought like another bong or something. A like bowl that. or something. You so, bought some you shit. You know, I just
1: got ridiculous stuff, and then I real, like, looking back on it, it's like, ah. I'd like smart home products more.
0: but <laughs> Right, right, right. How much money do you think in total you've spent on glassware?
1: Oh. I mean, like... G- gadgets, all total, of it. total total or just, like, the big-ticket items? <sighs>
0: big-ticket items. If total, you'd be spending all fucking day doing yeah, that math.
1: I mean, that, that's why I asked. Because right. it would have took me a minute in total. But, like, big-ticket items, you could probably, like, like, the Sin, the Sheldon Black, uh, Mountain... I had, so I mean, probably like five grand worth of glass. Damn on big dog! Ticket items.
0: That's insane. But like, you could buy a pre-owned Honda Civic with that money, boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, if you actually think about it, though, I mean, there's glass out there. There's one item that'll go for five grand. Yeah, so absolutely. It's just in relation to, and I think that, obsessed at that point in time,
0: it's getting a lot cooler, in my opinion. I think, like, like when you when you got hip uh the, the glassware game was was starting to kind of evolve into what it is now. Right,
1: yeah, I I mean like the more legal pop becomes, the more the cooler shit gets accessible because accessible and yeah, like, cooler.
0: People are in a, the glass becomes. It's a good investment for people who are glassblowers to start doing shit because they know it's not just speaking to one crowd. It's now it's legal mm-hmm. all kinds of people even if they're just trying it. Are going right. to fucking have to buy some way to use it. Mm-hmm. So you're definitely right about that. Um I didn't mean to cut you off, though, no, buddy. Lasers. He, no, I, he,
1: basically the buddy threw up that night. He that, got that, he got I mean, turned that was up. What it was, he got know? bad. Like we got him pale, and he ended up throwing up. And then and that was the first time we had ever like witnessed someone throwing up not due to a cough. And not due to, like, drunk. But he was held hostage being, by the marijuana. Just being too high. Yeah. And it was just, like, we felt kind of bad. Because, like, like I said, you know, it was, like, the determination, the goal to get someone as fucked up as possible when they came over. and Yeah, you guys us, didn't give people a choice. Well, yeah. I mean, you that did, that, like, you like, did. No, yeah, no, let's not make not it like, sound yeah, fucked up. We, we didn't handcuff him to a couch and say But inhale, you were getting called a pussy if yeah. you didn't do some <laughs> shit. <laughs> and that also <laughs> might have happened. Right. So, um... But regardless, and I mean, if you came there with us, you knew what the goal was.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I knew what time it was. It
1: wasn't like a surprise, like, oh my God, here's a bomb.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Because
0: it was in my neighborhood, I would literally, because I knew I was going to be useless once I arrived, I would (laughs) sprint there just in hopes that like the the small workout would exercise my lungs (laughs) and give me enough energy to perform yeah. to, to my top I've increased my
1: capacity I can do this yep. my lung capacity has increased
0: and it's insane like it's funny because I like you guys would have never known that <laughs> that I'm dead sprinting <laughs> to the house you know it's just it's funny like this shit we do as kids is just ridiculous
1: yeah I, I, I love it though on it now and I'm just like well, actually no uh, in that basement uh, there's probably very little regrets I have in all none. honesty
0: none definitely not yeah I think making dabs got a little bit risky because there was yeah, nights I'm where I thought we were going to wake yeah, up go. to an explosion there, and regret.
1: shit. I, I wish I never would have looked up YouTube videos and tried to make... Butane hash, hash oil, oil. Yeah. Making Fuck. some BHO in a basement. hmm It's like, ah, we could blow up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that's what's crazy is that's like a testament to how kind of just skilled you are. You can watch a YouTube video... And next thing you know, you're making fucking butane. Like that is a process.
1: Yeah, it was a process. I mean, like it's if you un- it's like three steps. So if you understand it, then you're just like yeah, you're okay. But if you don't do the proper research and stuff, you're not doing well. Regardless of everything happening, you're not doing the healthiest form of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, it was just that you know we were like we're spending so much money on this. Yes. What's an alternative that we can save money? Because we're in high school. We didn't make a lot of money. Yeah, we so. weren't
0: doing a whole lot. Of, I mean...
1: I was taking pictures of cars as a living. Yeah, so. Mike Bass. That's right.
0: <laughs> that's fucking wild. Um, so, yeah. I mean, definitely we could go on and on about the the funny-ass stories there, just at high school in general. Yeah. Um, but... You know, and high school. weird
1: enough that that was like, that. Uh, I don't mean to cut
0: you off. No, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. But it was just
1: weird enough to me that that was all senior year and the summer after graduating.
0: We crammed so much shit into that I, small period. I mean,
1: like, I was determined to turn my life into an American Pie movie. Like, yeah. Because I was so sick and tired of like, because my brother was my role model and all he did was party. Like, and he's from, from that from era, like, of, yeah, American of American pie, pie and shit. Yeah, so like... He's got stories out the wazoo. He's had so much fun, and I was just like, I want to have fun. So then I started doing crazy shit, and then it was just like, okay.
0: And and I did it finally. (laughs) You, but you executed it. So like, here's the funny thing: is like, I was big on the entrance for my personal ego. You just naturally had a great entrance anytime you arrived somewhere. Because I remember, like that summer after, um, we're kicking it right uptown, very close to Hasty Tasty. At a house, I was just not okay, going to yeah, put a name on you. it. Um, but every time you'd show up, you'd show up with something or something to say that was just like, God damn, I'm so fucking happy this dude's here right now. <laughs> the one time I did not, I didn't want to see you, was you showed up with a bottle of 151 and you said, someone, is, someone here has taken a shot with me. The girls were like, no, they got was up this and walked that away. house? Yes.
1: Was this the night I almost burned the garage down?
0: Yeah, this is immediately after I threw up and I was mad at you. But, yes, that is the same night. All right. Um, Giant fucking cross joints and shit. You rolled a beautiful, beautiful cross joint joint that night. You were one of the first people that, like, really had down pack the, the cone joints before they were like raw was a
1: yeah because i, w- I wasn't doing blunt, so all i ever did was roll joints. papers I, baby like, like it was bongs in the basement or my portable was joints like mm-hmm. i wasn't doing bowls or anything like that so but like my big thing was like i always had a fail safe and i always use one and a half so like easy wider one and a half so yep so it was like no matter what you gave me you could give me an eighth and i could actually fill it but right majority of the time like whatever i had which is probably like a gram or two or something like that just, well I didn't just have that, but that's all I wanted to roll. Right. Um, and because of like, ideal and it's personal super, use. Yeah. It's super easy because you have that much paper to work with. You can just keep rolling it all the way up. So that was kind of like my cheat code to the thing. Because everyone's like, "You roll so... in high school. I can't do it anymore." But um, yeah, I you haven't done roll it a, a while. Nasty blunt, but yeah. yeah, for some reason I probably can't roll a joint anymore. I don't. You think smoke I blunt could. still? Um, when I smoke weed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean. I just don't smoke weed anymore. It's rare I smoke weed out of a bong or anything like that. So, like, if I'm smoking weed, it's out of a blunt because I like a slower burn nowadays. Okay. You Um, like to taste that flour. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, those those are my two. And it's... I just don't want to roll a joint anymore because the paper breaks too easy.
0: Yeah, and, and that's one thing that'll just like easily piss you off. Now that we're like grown ups and adults and we have other things to mm-hmm. be doing, um, I couldn't even imagine the, the frustration that would come after grinding, rolling, and then getting right there and then one little stem like beep. And you're like, right
1: motherfucker! I would, yep, I would exactly. throw it away. And a then you got to pull out another one and rip the glue strip off oh, and like put a bandaid over it. And hated it. it. And hated like, it. Oh my God, dude. I, am I performing surgery or am I trying to get high?
0: It's like a needy girlfriend, bro. It's just not worth it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not it. Not the move. God, it's crazy. Uh, you know, while we're on the topic, though, talking about flour and, and bud, uh, have you tried any of the new medicinal weed that comes out of the area i know i i noticed Uh, there's two dispensaries like
1: like i don't i don't have a license i could probably go get one um like i i know actually i probably can't talk about that um (laughs) but um i don't have a license so but i I do have a way to get what's around here but the problem is with what's around here and what i can get um through other options right uh it's it's a price factor now
0: yeah, and, th- and that's what's crazy is, like, that those prices are back, like, it takes me almost back in time to the, or like, the 2010s. Mm-hmm. You know, like, prices just are kind of ass.
1: Yeah, a.k.a. when you're a freshman in high school and you're paying 20 bucks a gram. Right, Where right. you're doing it now, it's mm-hmm. just you're, you know, 18 years or older and you're getting it legally and the government's screwing you, not somebody you know in high school right right not some dude named chet or some shit (laughs) like chet wearing
0: a leather jacket and you're like oh fuck he smells like petrulli oil i don't want to go i don't want to go into his car (laughs) you're like texting chet chet just leave it in the the locker
1: and like (laughs) (laughs) oh my god oh my
0: god god i fucking love it before we we turn the page on the whole marijuana topic, I yeah. will just say uh, another thing that I love story-wise with you yeah. is you hit big on the casino and you buy an ungodly amount of dabs. I mean, so much so that oh, I remember I you, you, you hit me up. I'm home from college. You're like, come over immediately. I'm at a party. I leave the party to come over.
1: It was ungodly at the time. It, it's fairly regular now.
0: Dude, that w- but, but at that like, point in time was fucking insane, and I just remember yeah. like it was like some like Godfather shit. Like you were like just just come upstairs. You didn't even like let me in. Your the garage was open. You're like just come upstairs. You're sitting on the couch. So like, I didn't want to deal with my dog. Like this? Yeah, you did. exactly. <laughs> you used to terrorize Omar us. Omar
1: was vicious.
0: You're just sitting back in your chair, w- giant flat screen room, ice cold. That's what I loved about being in that fucking room. It was always ice cold yeah and if you're, you're just with like,
1: me and in an establishment that i live it is guaranteed to be 65 degrees or lower
0: yeah winter hence, or summer i try to keep the temp like cold cold like that here she ain't having it i fucking hate <laughs> it uh but you're just like some scarface shit dog you're just like sitting there you're like <laughs> ripped out of your mind you're like what's up bro <laughs>
1: But the only difference was I was listening to "Happy" by Pharrell. So. so,
0: no, it was it was yes, "Happy" was the shit. It was the B O B album had just oh, dropped, airplanes. and we were going hard on that motherfucker or boy. Paper airplanes or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Air, airplanes, right? Yeah, it was it was fire as so, fuck.
1: But yeah, that was a good album. Wow, uh, I do remember. That. Yeah, that's good.
0: yeah, and then we ended up just getting teed up that night. I think we ended up drinking some wine. We ate a fuck ton of red Baron pizza. Oh my pizza. god!
1: No, now I remember this. Yeah. Entire, so that's the night you're talking about. Yep. I I'll never forget because that is the second most hungover I've ever been when I went to work. Because that yeah, night you still we, tell me that sometimes. We drank we drank probably like like six craft beers each. Yeah. We oh my uh, god, I forgot about that. Me and you that. both polished off. Uh, half a bottle of Jameson by doing straight shots and then we what finished the fuck? it we finished it with a bottle of red wine <laughs> because that was all that was left in my room at that time for alcohol oh ooh, I hit the mic it's sorry. okay and then um after that cuz we had been you know taking dabs throughout the entire process and uh I think you crashed at the house that day and left yeah. really early in the morning and then I left uh, I left for work and I'll never forget cuz I sat there and um it was like the only, the one of only two times where I actually thought I was going to throw up at work, like like I actually felt like I had to like go to a bathroom and be like I need to expel my demons. Yes, like, you, know, you texted like that. me.
0: You texted me said, "Bro, I feel awful." I remember you being like, "Dude, I do not feel good."
1: Why did I think that drinking craft beer, switching to Jameson, and then right back to red wine would be the smartest act- Like that we is, weren't thinking. That is the mixture. For yeah, the a worst bad thing ever bad time. At. So
0: we just but, hadn't seen each other in so long that we were just excited. Yeah, we were like two kids was. on a play it, day, it was bro. Basically,
1: just like who can pass out first right 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 <laughs> and
0: and that was the first thing right before I remember like I forgot about the Jameson right before we got we got to going on that bitch you were like bro you got to stay here if we're about to start doing this and I'm like <laughs> yes yes sir yes sir <laughs> dude we just got fucking teed up that night too which is crazy yeah that,
1: that was that was a tough night but that they do those
0: dabs just lasted forever like you you had that Hearthstone, stone which is like a bowl for a motherfucking yeah. Dads. That, that
1: was cool that was a lot of fun to use uh, the The hellstone was cool. I don't even know what I, was it that, called. Uh, it's called a health stone.
0: Okay, I thought it like earth.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you play World of Warcraft. so yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: But um, no, the hellstone was really cool because it was just like a porous rock, and like you'd have to put like a jet engine flame up to it. But mm-hmm. once you did that, it incinerates everything, falls through, and. Like a there's clean very taste left yeah. I liked it though the only problem was there's no water filtration so it was it was tough it hit
0: dry ass hit yeah it, it would fuck hard. your fuck your day up if you weren't smart about it that's for sure
1: so but yeah and I, I remember I, I'm so glad you said that because I completely forgot like when I when I did those casino winnings like I did that in international waters so yeah. gambling law went, went by Canada law for some reason mm-hmm. so I was able to Gamble, at 19 instead of 21, Yep, was also able to drink at 19. Which is lit. So, like, it it was so cool, because, like, I sat at these blackjack tables, and this is the first time I've ever sat... Like, I knew how to play blackjack. Mm -hmm. Like, I watched the movie 21, I played in people's (laughs) basements before. This is just what you
0: guys need to know. He watched the movie 21, and now, (laughs) now he knows how to make... But he also won. Go ahead. I want to keep so, hearing this.
1: Yeah, but like, what basically happened? It was so cool because by the end of the like the first night, I my dad gave me one hundred dollars. He said, "If you spend this, I'm not giving you any more money." I was like, okay. Does he mean
0: if you spend it or if you lose it? it? Okay, okay.
1: He, he gave me one hundred dollars to gamble with. Once I was out of that money, I had nothing more. You're to shit out of luck. Him, you know. So like, and I'm not. I like I said at this point, I think yeah i'm employed but i'm taking pictures of cars three days Mm -hmm. a week like two hours each day so i'm not earning a lot right minimum wage basically so like he gave me a hundred bucks and i was like cool i'm gonna go have some fun with this i'll hit the blackjack tables because that's mainly what i know how to play so um have you ever watched the show ncis
0: yeah, I mean not 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 religiously, but yes. Okay,
1: but the the main character is called Gibbs. Mm-hmm. His full name is Leroy Jethro Gibbs. Yeah. So, um, they all trust what he calls his gut, his gut feeling. So, like when he has a gut instinct, they all trust it. Mm-hmm.
0: So they don't question it. They exactly. just go.
1: So with blackjack, there's like rules. You know, like if you go past a certain. You know you know your break hit, right you, because the next card is technically supposed to be a bus card so you want to give that to the dealer if they're showing a high card like a 10 or something like that mm-hmm. um, so regardless you know there's there's all these little tiny intricate rules and it's expected that everyone except the dealer behind the table, all the players, you don't play against each other, you just play against the dealer.
0: Yeah, that's something weird I learned with casino, because I didn't ever look at it so, that way. Yeah,
1: because people will actually get pissed off at you. Like, right, like right. even if you have thirteen, don't expect to, that you should be hitting. Mm-hmm. Because if a dealer shows a six, which I believe to be the I haven't gambled in a while, but I believe to be the highest bus card, you always assume there's a ten underneath the six. So if he flips a sixteen, you always assume that the next card is a ten, because probability-wise, right. if you look at everything, there's a ten, a queen, a jack, and a king. So there's four chances of a ten, and there's one chance on every other card. Yeah. So basically, the odds are in the favor. If right. he has a sixteen, that means he can go from a six all the way to a king, and he will still bust. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't hit if you have a thirteen and dealer has six right. showing. Right. So like. I'm doing stupid shit like hitting on those hands, mm-hmm. and people are getting pissed off at the table, but I'm winning every hand. Yeah. So it gets to the point to where like I'm doing like the dumbest stuff you could possibly do.
0: Are people pulling yeah, from the oh, game yeah, and shit? Yeah. Oh yeah. People are pulling, but oh, the coolest part shit. is that
1: like after everyone pulls and they realize like I'm a noob and I don't know what the yeah hell you're I'm doing green at the table. right? Like I actually had a crowd of people around me at the table, and I was drunk. So I got to the point to where I was winning hands nonstop, like ridiculous stuff.
0: Did they were they switching out the dealer and shit? Uh, they, well, they usually get pissed frame. about that so shit. Like, okay.
1: Um. So like the dealer switched out twice while I was there. Damn, you were
0: winning. So you I, were I mean, up. I was
1: winning. So like it was really cool. So uh, I was there for probably like four or five hours or something, gambling nonstop, damn. and I turned one hundred dollars into eleven hundred dollars by the yep. end of the night. I gave my dad his one hundred dollars back.
0: <laughs> you and said I, take that I, man, shit. did, I
1: feel like a gangster at that point. <laughs> <laughs> give my dad his $100 back I took my grand but it was so cool because throughout everything uh, the C- I'm on a company trip and the CFO of the company is coming up to me and he's just like you're not even playing by the rules I don't even get how you're fucking winning this is bullshit <laughs> and I looked back and I said trust my gut I'm Leroy Jethro. So by the end of the entire thing, everyone would like, no, no one really understood. But everyone was yelling like the Leroy Jethro gut. So like by the end of the night, I was like that table's like little celebrity. I was like, oh, this is so cool. All I've won is a thousand dollars.
0: But still, dude, at that age, that's fucking legendary. I was
1: sitting there getting drunk legally for the first time in my life, gambling legally for the first time in my life. That's fucking awesome. Money. I was like, and then what did I decide to do with that money? I decided to buy, uh, I believe, a quarter ounce of dabs.
0: So. The only thing a, a, a good teenager would do.
1: Of course. I mean, and that once was again. so cool the way I picked that up because I ordered it from a friend at the time that, uh, well, he's still a friend now. I just don't talk to him too much. But uh, I ordered it from a friend and uh, he worked at a pizza company. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's like a big corporate pizza company. But yeah. it was close to me and he was like just come by the pizza house and say um ask for me and say you ordered a box of cheesy bread and i was just like okay so i came in i was like is so and so here and he was like yeah he came up to the register and i was like i have a box of cheesy bread and he was like, okay. And I handed him, like, I don't know, like $600. Badass stack of cash. And he hands me a box. <laughs> like, like A, <laughs> a like cheesy a, bread box. Like a cheesy bread box. Like a pizza box and stuff like that. And I get in the car and I open it and it's just wax paper with oh my, my oil God. on it. And I was like, dude, this is the coolest drug deal I've ever done in yes. my entire life.
0: Dude, like, I did not know any of that.
1: Yeah, that was so cool.
0: Even you making your winnings. Dude, that's fucking lit. Yeah,
1: dude, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of that was, that was a cool little spurt of time for me.
0: I'm glad we captured that on this fucking <laughs> damn. Holy shit. Good thing I brought that night up. I mean, fuck.
1: Yeah, the, those are some good stories. Those are some good stories.
0: Wow, dude, that's that's awesome. So, let me ask this, and if it isn't, it's okay. Okay. Did he give it to you with the pizza company's wax paper, or was it his own wax paper? Because uh, that'd have been hilarious. It but was, it was like Domino's the, the, wax there paper. There was
1: the. Um, the pizza company's wax paper on the bottom, but I had my own thing smashed okay, in, in its own. Paper. Yeah, that's that still sense, funny so. as fuck. So though. So like, there was the lining of the company's parchment paper, and I won't say the corporation, right, but right, right. there was the lining of the company's parchment paper on there, and then there was my brown wax paper oh with my, my quarter ounce of hash oil. And I was like, to date. When I get to tell that story, even people with cool stories look at me and they're just like, that's pretty cool. That, is that sounds fucking, like a movie. That is dope. That is you funny. Know, like, <laughs> you can make can that I into a, a small skit. Can get a pizza with extra anchovies and they end up giving you cocaine? Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know, it was like one of those situations where I just walk. And the coolest part was like, this wasn't delivery. I walked into the establishment.
0: Right, right.
1: Workers, managers in the back. Hi, can I talk to so-and-so? Sure. Hey, I had an order of cheesy bread. And there's just, like, 85 boxes. Oh, my and he God. Takes he one right off the top. Shut up. And that's just, like, up. where he put it. I'm thinking he, just, he walks up with oh, it. Oh, like, no, Here you no. Go. It's sitting there. Like, it randomly could have been publicly given away by accident. Possibly. I don't know. Holy shit. But, like, shit. full-blown, I just watched him reach up there, grab a box off the top, and hand it to me. And I was just, like...
0: Oh, my God. This is the
1: coolest situation I think I've ever been in.
0: This story just keeps getting fucking better. <laughs> holy shit. Holy shit. Wha- Listen, you already know this is coming. While we're on the topic of pizza, I got a fuck, marry, and kill pizza edition. All right. So All right. I want to start with actual pizza styles. Okay. So fuck one, kill one, marry one. You got a meat lovers, a Hawaiian pizza, kill. and a buffalo chicken pizza. <laughs>
1: All right. Um, so are we, are we loosely interpreting, f- fucking Mary? or not at all? No, oh, this so is I'm this is a lifelong commitment.
0: No, 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 no. Or but it's but like you one
1: you, night of this pizza versus the whole lifetime of this
0: pizza. No entanglement. This is a this is a one 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 hookup. The spouse doesn't know. You'll never do it again because you feel too much guilt.
1: All right. All right. Fair enough. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kill Hawaiian.
0: Offer oh, right it, behead
1: one hundred percent, right off the chopping block. Gotcha.
0: Wow.
1: I'm gonna kill Hawaiian. I'm gonna fuck a meat lovers. Okay. I, I, I can smash that meat quick one and done. Me. That yep, quick hitter. I, but that's a lot. Yeah. And I can marry a buffalo chicken. I can take that for the whole course. I'm
0: taking that to the grave, baby. One hundred. Let's ride or That'd die. Be on my tombstone. Let's ride or die. Egg. I uh, l- listen. There's two pizzas that have have just straight tricked me and what's worse is it really be your own people when you get tricked you know at a young Mm -hmm. age I remember whatever it was we were watching on TV my mom was like something came up and she's like oh there's peanut butter and jelly pizza that's a real thing and I'm like no it's not she's like yeah it is she orders that and she's like well also they put pineapple on pizza I'm like huh she orders both (laughs) in the same day I tried both and was just like
1: and a Hawaiian yeah and I was just
0: like Mm, like
1: that's a lot of experimenting you you need like, yeah. like something you're used and to and that was
0: it that do. was all we got there was no like alright let's 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 like now that we did this stupid shit let's follow up right, with like yeah. a pepperoni, with a pepperoni. Yeah. Um, no it was just that and I was like just like disappointed I was just like uh, so ever since I'm like I'll see it and being in a car dealership you know how it is Saturdays they always give us food yep. and a lot of times during like this time of year where like the seasons are changing we're not cooking out they order pizza there's always that fucking Hawaiian pizza that no one ever eats. Right. It's just like that box left one over. One
1: slice gone because the HR person yeah, the person slice, that yeah. actually ordered it. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Every fucking time. And then they're trying to like pawn it off like they're on some health kick. Bitch, you're the only one that ate that piece. And then you're trying to give it away for someone's family. No, no one wants that nasty shit. Uh, but I just remember like, no, it's not for me. It never will be. If Gordon Ramsay says pineapple doesn't belong on a fucking pizza. And I'm going to take his word for it. That's fair as simple enough. as that. Fair enough. Let me know now. Fuck, Mary kill. Well, hold Corporate. on. I
1: didn't get your fuck, Mary kill.
0: I did. I gave it to you. I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm riding with you 100%. I'm taking buffalo chicken to the fucking grave. All right. Okay, fair enough. To the grave as long as that crust is on point. Nice, thick with with a, just thick in general with a thick crust. Mm-hmm. Um, just to kind of blend that sauce well with okay, some yeah. with some bread um meat lovers yeah i'll i'll hit one time but yeah. like you said it's a lot i mean more so it's the ham that gets me because it, it's, it's so because fucking it, it's salty it's gonna
1: clash with the bacon man yeah i mean that's two porks right on there so. exactly
0: you're and you're right about that and that i just don't get down with sometimes um if i'm hungry or i'm stoned on my goddamn mind i'll mm-hmm. eat a meat lover's with that being said, it's probably been four years since I've eaten a meat lover's pizza, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm with you on that. I'm not doing Hawaiian. I'm actually just straight <laughs> execution style. You're either going to do a line of fire, no lethal injection. That's too easy. Line that's of scary. fire or, or a guillotine or um, what is uh that? No, that's actually too fucked up. I'm not even going to say it. Um, Blood I'm, Eagle. Yeah. I'm taking it the fuck out.
1: You ever watch Vikings?
0: Uh yeah, I have.
1: Do you know what the Blood Eagle is? I just recently started watching that, so that's why I listened. To uh, it this is
0: torture. it a execution style? Yeah, it's
1: like a form of torture, apparently. And like what they do is they they lay their hands out as if they're like on a crucifix, so mm-hmm. side to side hands out, and then they fillet the back so it's completely open, and oh then God. they they hack the rib cage off on each side so that they can reach the lungs from the back and then they take the lungs out and pull them out from the person's body and lay them on their shoulders as if they're the folded wings of an eagle
0: while they're alive
1: while they're they're alive the entire time. But here's the craziest part was like when I, it's history channel. So I'm assuming it's accurate. I have not done my research. Hence the uneducated portion of the family. (laughs) Um, but regardless, like, apparently if you let out any screams during this execution, you are not permitted into Valhalla. But if you go through the entire execution or interrogation or whatever you want to call it, you know, torture, um, if you're silent through the whole thing, you get accepted into Valhalla by Odin or something. Like Holy
0: that. shit. Yeah.
1: And I, I, I watched that and I was like, if that's even that's partially historically accurate, shit, dog. like, that would be tough.
0: Do you know that I have Thor on my arm? I got I do. a whole fucking half sleeve of Thor, a bad motherfucking image dude and he's holding his fucking I will I'm, I oh, will yeah, hear yeah. soon. Um I love that. I love I love everything about that time and what's crazy is I know people listening right now are going to think when when you say Valhalla, they're going to think oh Assassin's Creed. Most people don't actually know what that means and I don't think you would know unless you've done your research on yeah. Viking history mm-hmm. or watched the show. Right. Um explain that for anyone listening at home
1: well it, it's just basically I mean every religion has their version of heaven and the Vikings version of heaven is Valhalla and their god is Odin wow dude that's awesome yeah that's really cool
0: mm-hmm Man, and then hammer's badass. if you ride like th- or if you ride like lightning you're gonna crash like thunder Through place beyond the pines place
1: beyond the pines I was gonna say yep. spring pines
0: and that's another movie I showed you. That was yeah, that is a movie you showed me. Daughter. That was
1: awesome. Do you
0: so, know... So, this is actually a combination of two different movies, this tattoo. Uh, no, it's not Thor Marvel. Um, <laughs> it's A Place Beyond the Pines, a movie that I put you on to. Yes. And
1: very good movie,
0: by the way. After movie. watching Shot Caller, another movie I su- highly suggested we watch where the dude goes to prison and he joins the that's Aryan so Brotherhood. That's
1: because I was going to say, do you remember when we watched Shot Caller? Yes. Because that was... That was, like, one of those movies that, like, to date, like, never remember it hitting theaters or anything like that. I simply watched it because the actor from Game of Thrones was in it.
0: Yeah. And you weren't you weren't really trying to watch it because I remember you were in the room. You were in your room. Like, you either like were, like, just got out of the shower or just woken up. And you're, like, find a movie. And I'm, like, bro, I really want to watch this. And you were, like, uh, I don't know about that. And then you walked out and saw it was him. And you're, like, put that on now. Right, exactly. You were, like, put that fucking on now.
1: Because <laughs> at that point, like Game of Thrones was at its hype, so mm-hmm. I was just like, anything he's been hired in the meantime. Like I want to watch it because he plays his other role well, and
0: he's a great actor, which is a very fucked up role in Game of Thrones. I mean, he's a very dark role. Yeah, uh, that nothing Pretty about them. Pretty dark role
1: in shot color too.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: So, but I mean, still phenomenal movie. That, yeah. That's that ranks up there, man. That's probably. That might hit top 10 for me.
0: Yeah, that's up there for me for sure. I mean, that's why it's on me. It's definitely, yeah, your top 10. Place Beyond the Pines is just one movie that just caught me at the right time in my life. And kind of like, I knew things in my life were going to get a little bit worse before Mm -hmm. they got better. But like that saying is something that just stuck with me. Like I knew if you fucking ride until those wheels fall off, don't be fucking shocked when you crash. You know, like... Mm -hmm. Shit's gonna get dark if you keep fucking. Exactly. Yep. Um, which is just a good saying. However, it speaks to you. It is what exactly. it is. Yeah. If you ride like lightning, you're gonna crash like thunder. And just anyone listening, yeah. keep that in mind. You know that's that's a fact of life. Um, Definitely. I'm glad we got on that topic as well, though. Um, fuck Mary Kill Corporate Edition. Though you got okay. Pizza Hut, right. East of Chicago, right. Marco's Pizza.
1: All right.
0: This one's a little bit trickier.
1: Say, say that Marcos eats Chicago and who? Pizza, pizza Hut? Pizza Hut, yep. All right, I'm killing Pizza Hut. But I'm going to explain that. Okay. Because as you know, when you lived with me for a long time, mm-hmm. all I ordered was Pizza Hut.
0: Yeah. Wings, pizza, Their everything. Their wings were great.
1: Their pizza Fact. was pretty good. And they had a good good little dessert selection as well. I don't know what they did like in the past two years, but now every time I eat Pizza Hut... The next morning, it feels like all I did was eat gravel and cement. Really. I don't know what it is. So I'm going to kill Pizza Hut okay. for that reason. Um I'm going to fuck Marcos because I get that a lot and it's it's kind of just bland to me. Mhm. And East Chicago is something that like currently is just like I just fuck. I just do it every now and again because it's yeah, like it's, I like to have that as like a palate cleanser for all the other pizzas because yeah. their crust is completely. The crust is that it's the caviar else. of so, fucking corporate pizza. I probably marry Easter Chicago for that reason because yeah. I have I haven't overdosed on the east of chicago i definitely had way too much marcos in my life
0: (laughs) and pizza hut just ain't doing it
1: no pizza hut just ruins me it used to be my favorite Uh and and they've done something like maybe they added laxatives to their cheese i don't know but yeah there's something in there that turns my stomach into a nuclear bomb
0: i i get it i get it (laughs) you don't have to explain yourself i will tell you for for me and me, on on my opinion on this question, Pizza Hut plays, like, such an important role in my childhood, like, young, young. Like, I remember, like, like uh, Jessica Simpson, when the fucking stuffed, stuffed cheesy bread poppers, and she's like, those boots were made for a walk, and she does the commercial. <laughs> like, I remember watching it and being like, damn, she's fine as fuck. Mom, can we order Pizza Hut? <laughs> And, you know, just, like, moments like that, like, they always used to kill it with, like, the just, like, the interesting concept of pizzas right. mm-hmm. back then. And their commercials were always funny as fuck or cool, you That's know, true. one or the other. Yeah. Um, but I'm with you on that, like, at least with these three. Pizza Hut would probably be one that I'd have to put down. And, like, not in, like, a am taking honor in it, kind of, like, in a sad godfather way right, like you got to yeah. shoot them in the back after right. he bought cannolis for your family type exactly. shit you don't want to do it because at one point but it's got to yeah. happen the mm-hmm. show must go on i'm putting pizza hut down now marco's big square deal no cheese or no sauce extra cheese yeah. pepperoni it's like a giant sheet of fucking cheesy bread with I've, pepperoni. I've never
1: heard of such a concept. I want to try it now. It Don't is get me wrong.
0: Fucking amazing and it got me by from senior year summer up until after college. Like that was all I would eat. Mm-hmm. If I was like I knew look, I'm going 5.99. I'll pick it up in store. I'm good. I'll eat that bitch all day. Right. I'm good. It was that hitter for me, bro. And I still, to this day, if I get Marcos, that's what I get. And they're like, wait, you want no sauce? I said, no <laughs> sauce. God damn it. I just told you. I'm no allergic sauce. allergic to tomatoes. Don't do Yeah, yeah. You got to sometimes say some <laughs> fucked up shit so they don't do it. But East of Chicago was that Sunday hitter that my dad would bring home every once in a while. Because there's not really an East of Chicago very close. You got to drive to Firelands to get that shit.
1: South Amherst
0: it's fire yeah south oh, yeah, of, yeah yeah I don't really know yeah it. see you're right Snack-offs. i don't know why i call it firelands they're <laughs> called by a school district or some shit um i <laughs> <laughs> really did it's just stupid um he would come home with it every once in a while and like dude that crust is just that hitter dog yeah, it's, it's so something good. about it some fierce
1: what they do differently but that is their signature for me
0: i'm i'm gonna assume that obviously they're all made in house no crust is pre-made with these places we're talking about maybe mm-hmm. pizza hut with their stuffed cheesy bread and shit like that but right. um dude it just it hits the spot the the proportion is on point of crust to toppings right everything just through and through from start to finish is on point um and their buffalo chicken is is the one East Chicago? Yes. Never
1: had it. Oh my god. See, like, I will say that everyone, everyone and their mother, because, like, for me, like, I eat East Chicago so little that I I never even bought specialty pizzas Okay. It was just pepperoni and cheese.
0: Right, right, right. Which is amazing.
1: Yeah, it was always just so good to me because their their breading and crust Mm -hmm. was so much different. Or so much more different. Um, But... I will say that everyone was like you got to have the taco pizza from Easter Chicago. That's another
0: banger. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I,
1: I, and I was and it wasn't just like one person and another person in, like in that friend group like mm. multiple people, multiple branches of human beings I guess are I'll telling you that that that's that hitter like yeah like because you gotta it, eat is, a taco pizza from it is bro so it is 86 the olives it, 86 the olives i got it with i got it the normal way and i ate it with olives and i fucking hate olives i told you the yeah guy, yeah you yeah oh, i know pizzas today yeah you said what do you want and i said anything that doesn't have anchovies or olives. fact the only thing i'll eat with olives is the east chicago taco pizza
0: was it beautiful
1: it was phenomenal i know it is it is so fucking good so good i was like okay i I get it. I get why everyone tells me I need to eat this.
0: And I think we have to give them credit because their crust is so on point that it's not like most where like the grease leaks out everywhere. Yeah, it, no, it not stays at all. Yeah. Together. Like,
1: it's very it does something to where it's just like it's crunchy but doesn't feel dry. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, man. They're the only like corporate place that ever felt like every time I ordered it was a mom and pop shop.
0: Right. Right. I'm with you on that. So there's a few We're going to turn the page. There's a few things that I want to ask you. We're going to take Mm -hmm. a quick break. We'll get right back into it. Fantastic. I have to urinate. I will just tell you, it involves magic mushrooms. We'll be right back, (laughs) folks. Catch you here in a bit. All righty, and we are back. And like we had just mentioned, we are going to be talking about a weekend. Long, I actually lost track of the time, but a, an extended amount of time where we checked into the Magic Mushroom Hotel and we got active. We got trippy, folks. I will just say this. The first night enjoying our stay, uh, we all indulge in what is the Magic Mushroom, and things got trippy. We decided that the first night we would ease in gently and, and carefully and just watch a movie and, and take in the visuals as they came and we went with a movie that I had never seen. I don't know about the rest of the group, but I had never seen, which I is. I
1: saw because I was the one who told you you had to watch it. Yeah. Once you, I figured yeah. out you didn't watch it, I was like, this will blow your mind.
0: We always share cinema. Our yeah. our interests in cinema are always the same. So so that that does make sense. You suggest we watch the movie Interstellar. Um, and it, it starts off very easy, very easy going. Something that I can just take in. There's a little bit of a mystery at the beginning, so it's okay. I'm feeling this out. My mind is activated, so I'm playing out different scenarios. And then the movie just fucking starts going, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Two date
1: top top two movies.
0: That's up there. More so because that movie bet my mind so many different ways i had figured out time travel
2: mm-hmm.
0: i figured out the way the universe works and how to save the world <laughs> all from right? watching this movie tripping on mushrooms and then it bet my mind so many ways that i was completely fine once the movie was over mm-hmm. i remember being like what the fuck just happened I'm not even tripping anymore. It just took all the brain fuel out of me. (laughs) Like I had just done 30 years of work in in, an hour and a half. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, but like that was just the start to a very, very long and trippy weekend. I'll just say that.
1: I mean, and that that was why I liked that movie so much. It's not just because of like it was a sci-fi movie or anything like that, but because of the amount of like, what I believe to be accuracies. And I believe, I I mean, I've read a few reports or not reports, but, uh, writings, whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, on it. And, uh, you know, it, it proves to be fairly accurate, at least in what we believe for all the science behind it. But like, you know, the, the slow of time when you get closer to a black hole, because you're moving, moving at such an exponential speed that Mm -hmm. you're actually surpassing, the speed of what we call time right um so but i mean it's just like crazy shit like that you know you, like you go on a planet and then five seconds on that planet and you return and someone's aged 30 years or something like right that. and it's possible like like through current data that we have it's 100 percent possible to be done and i don't think it's been proven and the right. uneducated part again, um, but regardless, I mean it, that's why I liked it so much is just because like when you watch that, you, to me it just felt like something that could be real, except for when he enters a black hole.
0: Yeah, it, that was the only yeah.
1: part where I was just like, "Spoiler alert, sorry everyone." Right, um, right. If you haven't seen Interstellar by now, though, so yeah, you might as well just do it. It's like talking about Star Wars at this point. Right. So, um The old Star Wars, I guess that was a bad analogy, <laughs> um, but. Regardless, you know, like if you go into a black hole, the amount of pressure would probably kill you. Yeah, not probably. It would. I don't see it not killing you.
0: Yeah, you know? and uh, that's actually the that's probably the one thing we have the most science to back, is that a black hole ain't nothing to fuck with. Yeah. So don't take don't your chances there. Yeah, <laughs> just just avoid it if you can.
1: So, but I mean, it, I, I love that movie for that reason, and. That's why it ranks, like, top two. It's probably, like, a tie between Watchmen and Interstellar
0: for me. Watchmen. Yeah, that's another banger for sure. And I will tell you this, because you brought up Star Wars. We tried to watch it that week, and it was too boring. Remember? We watched it, and we were like, dude, this is just too much.
1: And, and like, because there's going to be some diehard fans that will kill me right now. So, um, like, like, the way I justify this is that people have to understand is that I grew up, With a lot of movies in my life. And we owned Star Wars. Mm -hmm. But my dad never showed it to me. And my mom never had an interest in Star Wars.
0: Right, right, right.
1: So my dad never showed me Star Wars. So, like, the first time I watched a Star Wars movie, I wanted to watch it in the correct order. Not the the actual movie's timeline, but the chronological order in which they were released. Mm -hmm. So, like, when you start watching the first Star Wars ever made, and it's, like... 2008 or 2010 you're looking at it and you're just like none of this is appealing to my eyes you, you know yeah. that, like it's just hard for me you know you watch an older movie it's a
0: very bland right, look
1: like when that first came out that was cgi at its finest that mm-hmm. was the, that was the motion picture of the that year shit was hitting right you know and so like and then i watch it you know 10 20 years later and it's like okay there are kids' movies that look better than that. It's kind of So I, I mean, that that was my problem, and it was hard for me to jump that hurdle and follow a storyline when I was looking at it and in my head just thinking how fake the majority of the stuff was. Right. Then again, it's not like I watched Avatar and thought any of it was real, but at least it looked real. And I it was guess, amazing. Yeah, you know? It's so like, fucking it's like good. That's, that's the reference I can put at hand. Because like, Avatar to us was like, the star wars of the yeah two previous um, generations or correct. something like that you know it was a movie marvel mm-hmm. and especially for like to be one of the first real real d 3d movies to come out
0: yeah so you are not wrong but
1: anyways revert back to the mushroom trips <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that that weekend was it was long um it was long. That I mean that that that's the main thing I remember. There was a lot of good stories that came from it. I remember there was one thing because uh, a girl we lived with at the time made a birthday cake, and uh, to Holy date shit. to date one of uh one of the buddies we were with his favorite line you've ever put out of your mouth was
0: I um, me personally you personally uh huh
1: um, he said the favorite thing my favorite thing this guy's ever said was uh energy water oh or, my god sorry, i was uh, going to bring that energy, up energy food don't need it spoonful of cake and a glass of water that's all you need
0: i was ref- i was referencing mowing the lawn because it was something that i had done previous before indulging into this week- weekend long endeavor as <laughs> i was just trying to explain while we were sitting outside and i was chain smoking cigarettes that nutrients are only needed to provide energy while I'm eating a fucking piece of a spoonful of cake, and it was, that was the
1: best part because it was one spoonful. Yeah. Like. and I know
0: exactly who you're talking about now, so that's funny that he's he does he still remember oh, this
1: to date? To date, it will be one of his favorite things you've ever said.
0: Oh my god, and I've said a lot of fucking funny dumb shit around him, so that's funny, um dude. I remember you guys looking at me like, dude, that doesn't even make sense, and I'm like explaining myself, and you guys are like, I kind of get it, but like. What the f Bitch, you're eating cake right now. <laughs> yeah. And the
1: cake is like covered in hot pink icing. Yep. It was a cake. With like blue lettering cake. on it. Yeah.
0: For, so was... for anyone listening at home, because I know you're probably going to have questions due to this nutrient <laughs> bullshit. Let me just explain myself. I, you know, obviously I'm tripping. So my mind is in a different place. And I'm just assuming that food and water provide the proper vitamins needed for this eternal being to perform at its highest peak uh athletically mentally physically and always needed uh the only time that you would need food or water is to give energy to the body uh <laughs> even then i was still a fat fuck so it was like i must have needed a lot of fucking energy because it, it didn't even make sense outside of me saying it tripping balls you know uh, so that is funny as fuck and, and i was gonna bring that up that rant that i went on uh i'm glad you did though that's that hilarious
1: was, i mean every time that gets brought up we laugh about it like that was that was and because it was very silent too like there was nothing that brought on that thought or sentence or yeah it came out of nowhere it was just he was sitting there eating cake and it was just I think you said nutrients don't need it. It was the Bloom right time. A of cake and a, and a glass of water. That's all I need. <laughs> and we, we lost it, man. That was so funny.
0: Holy shit. And so this is what I will say. Yes, there was definitely some good memories. The one thing is, though, is there is just some time to reflect. When you spend that much time um, under a...
1: Hallucinogenic influence.
0: Uh, correct. It's... It's different. It does something to you yeah, mentally. Because,
1: I mean, like, a, a second feels like an hour. And so yeah. if you think to yourself for a second, you think you've been thinking for an hour. So you're stuck in your head for that long.
0: And there's so, a longing for more the entire time.
1: Yeah, that's that's the weird part. But then, like, like that's why I liked the come down a lot. Because the come down would kind of, like, hit you and you'd just be like, I'm, I thoroughly enjoyed this whole thing. Yep. But I'm also glad it's over. Correct. Because yes. Because, I mean, there are points where you're just like, will this end? You know? And so, like, when you reach that end, you've reached your own resolution. You're like 100%. Okay, that's I feel what I needed now. to know. Yeah. Yes, like I knew there was a finish line here, and I reached it.
0: So. And you are right about that. You know, I I don't know why that next day we decided to up and try to leave the house. I know you weren't about it, and long run, no one really was. There's no need to like be out in public doing stupid shit. Uh, but I think we were just like. Like for we didn't me, know what to do
1: yeah i mean that's fair and like for me it was like my house was my cocoon like i was safe so it was just like the moment i you left kept referring there, to it as that yeah, yeah you know like anytime i walked out of the house even if someone looked at me it didn't matter how you looked at me or if it was um like passing but bottom line if like someone looked at me i was just like they know
0: yep 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 <laughs> they know i am I high like, as dog I, shit i gotta
1: i gotta go back inside where no one's gonna look at me all my blinds are closed yep all of my lights are turned like pink and blue <laughs> like it's a tripper's paradise in my house right Fact. now and I'm, I'm gonna go back. no to
0: need that. to leave it yeah that's, and that's what you kept saying you were just like you, i remember you just being like i don't need anyone looking at me And I'm safe in there. It's my cocoon. And and like, I'm sitting in shotgun and I'm like, he's fucking right. Like, why are we leaving? Because I remember dude put it right in reverse and you're like, stop the car. You're like, I'm going in. No, uh,
1: because I went on a ride around the block.
0: Oh, that's right. And then we hit,
1: we hit the three way stop. And when we hit the three way stop. Shit got uh, weird. No, no, no. There was like a public announcement and it was just like, I want to keep going what does everyone else feel? And I immediately interjected with, I want to go home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it was like one minute down on a left turn. So like, it's not like we traveled far, but mm-hmm. it was just like far enough to know point, it wasn't yeah, what you uh, needed. Far enough to like, to where it was just like, I'm in a moving vehicle and I'm, I don't want to be moving anymore. I want to be stationary in an environment that I know I can control.
0: So it when you decided that it wasn't the move for you, I remember we still ended up driving wherever we went to, we went, but we never got out of the car. And we on the and like so your thought and your your mindset behind it ended up turn basically turning my mind onto the same idea of mm-hmm. we need to get home. So we get back, and I just remember like I was so ready to be done with the car ride that I walked in. You had the door locked, but you saw us pull in, so you let us in. You're like, "I'm so glad you guys are home." I'm like, "I'm so glad to be home, <laughs> dude." It's like we were like a tribe, though. It's like right. it takes you down to your like most primal being, exactly. You know, yeah. and I, like that's thats what I enjoyed the most. Is like I feel like we all connected with our true selves, oh, yeah. and also with each other for who we all truly were, mm-hmm, which mm. is cool. I mean, it's a cool concept.
1: Like to literally sit there and like with. Whiff- A group of people will be able to sit there and laugh at like Beavis and Butthead and like let tears roll down your face. Like, it's those little things to where it's just like, obviously, no sober human being would be doing this right now. Right. Like, the fact that we're all in agreement that we're fucked up and agree that this is probably the funniest thing we could possibly look at right now. And it's just like, that's what made it fun. And, It also made it fun to just be able to look at a ceiling and watch it move. So there's also that. Yeah. Yeah. The (laughs) one thing
0: is like, because we, because like there was no, there's no way to like process time. I know that for me, When it was, like, time to try to actually rest, it was always, like, 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. It was, like, early in the morning when we would, like, decide to try to sleep. And, like, it was always, like, hard for me because, like, the sun was up. It was, like, just everything was fucking with me. Um, so that was like the only thing I did not enjoy mm-hmm. about that that time. Yeah. Other than that, though. Because even
1: on the come down, like you weren't really aware of time. Yeah. In the, in the moment you, you were aware of time, you had you realized you had to catch back up on so much sleep. Right. Because you threw your whole schedule off. But I will say, do you remember the um, same buddy who liked your uh, Spoonful of Cake story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, he, he, it was like, we were sitting there watching something. I thought you said, uh, I think you said this. It might have been the other buddy we were with. Okay. But regardless, like he's sitting there and then um, he notices that he got a text from his parents Mm -hmm. and like he's sitting there and he's just like, it's like, dude, do I text them back? We're like, when did you get the text? He was like 10 p.m. And it's like 4.30 a.m. Oh my God. And we're like, dude, don't text them back. Fuck no. Yeah. That's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. Don't do that. It's, like, simple <laughs> simple math right here, buddy. Like, you don't reach it's out not the at move. 4 a.m. at this point.
0: It's way easier. And so, like, oh my God. Buddy
1: starts freaking out, like, like pretty hard for a minute. And then it got to the point to where we're just trying to say, like, dude, you're you're just tripping. It's, like, everything will be cool. Oh, don't this is this back. dude? I yeah. thought
0: we were talking about someone totally different that no. liked my saying. I know exactly what and you're then, talking about, and though.
1: Then this, and then this guy goes... I think word for word, am I just fucked up? And I think you responded with, yeah, dude, you are. And he goes, thank God. And this was like a 35-minute conversation of us telling him he's fucked up. And he sits there and goes, am I fucked up? And you go, yes, you are. Thank God. God, throws his phone down, <laughs> lays back on, turn Scooby-Doo back on, or whatever the hell yep, we were watching. Yep, yep. And it was just like, okay.
0: Yeah, damn, That's bro. That's all he
1: needed. He just needed that swift kick in the ass. He needed
0: someone to just be yeah. like, knock it off. We were off. all coddling him. We were knock like, it dude, off. it's all
1: good. It's all good. <laughs> you're know, like, dude, you're fucked up.
0: Sometimes you need that, bro, when you yeah. start to lose your marbles. You need someone to say, hey, I'm the captain now. For the next five minutes, I'm the captain. <laughs> Look at me. I am Look the captain. <laughs> <laughs> it's facts, though, bro. Oh man, I mean, definitely good times. And listen, I'm not fucking promoting that you go out and you eat some fucking mushrooms. I'm At just telling that, you, guys. yeah, don't do
2: that. That's bad. It
0: uh, th- there's a lo- listen, there's a lot of uh, risks that that are there to be made. Um, I'm simply just relaying uh, a story from our from our experience together. But I also don't want to promote the right, use yeah. of illicit th- drugs. This is
1: for entertainment only. This isn't for educational purposes. Correct. So-
0: We're not doing this. Till yeah. this day. You know? We
1: learned our lessons, and therefore, that is not a part of our lives anymore. So, um, if you're it, it's a funny story. Yeah. 100%. But don't go out there and take it as
0: some a, shit you a should reasoned, do with your boys. Yeah, a exactly. To
1: go out there and do what we did because.
0: There's some uncomfortable times to it. There's oh, definitely, yeah. you, I mean, you kind of meet your maker at some moments and you're like, this is getting real intense. There definitely
1: meet your maker moments. Absolutely. I mean,
0: 100%. Uh, and that can, that can set somebody off. If you're not ready for that or you're not expecting that and you just want it to be all, you know. Even
1: if you're ready for it. I mean, some people and can like, prepare their life. or well, Yeah, it's still, life. That's right. Stupid. But
0: it's still get dark.
1: Yeah. You're I mean, right. it, it can get like, you can prepare, prepare the whole night. Like, this might get dark at some point in time. Yeah, and then when it hits you, if like you sit there and it gets dark and it's like that, that's that's a tough yep wave to roll over.
0: You're right. You're absolutely you know? right. So, um, so and, and I'm glad you backed me on that. I know, obviously I knew you would, but you yeah. guys know where we're at with this. Um, here's the one thing: this weekend we're going into to debatably one of the one of the biggest fights that. I hope so. We're gonna see it in, in in quite some time. Ironically, like like we had discussed before, the last time we have done a show together was right before the Mayweather McGregor fight, and here we are, the day before Mike Tyson Jones Jr.
1: It's still so cool to me. Yeah, way, just the way that all lined up. Yep. It's like I, I don't know how many years later, but it, I mean, it's
0: dude. I want to say four years. I mean, go, talk, I but I'm look, gonna I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna find out right up? now. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, so but I mean, like, still, like, like, four years full circle, right before a fight, and we're recording another podcast. I mean, like, that's awesome. Two thousand seventeen. Oh, three years.
0: Three years, but still, three years, a long time,
1: probably almost to the date because it was fall as well, right?
0: August twenty eighth. Yep. Fall. So good, good, good good bit of time. We're kind
1: of on bordering winter now, I guess. Yeah, but still, I guess we are winter. It's just not snowing.
0: Holy shit! It's December, bro. What the? F- oh, no, it's not yet. It's not, not yet. Not yet. Simmer down. Almost. Simmer
1: down. The sleigh bells aren't <laughs> yeah, ringing. the ting, tingling. Thanksgiving's <laughs> over. I'm like December,
0: December. But yeah, I mean, yeah. You're like every
1: pumpkin spice girl out there, you just want to throw the throw
0: the Christmas lights up
1: right
0: now. <laughs> They're up, dickhead. <laughs> so is the tree. God uh, damn. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, it is. It is uh, funny the way that worked out, and you know the main thing is 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 We were talking to basically, we were communicating the most COVID-safe way. We're both enjoying UFC 255, but we're basically just texting our input the entire time time. to each other. And in the process, I said, hey, let's, uh, you know, it would be funny uh, in honor of the last time we did a great show. Right before a boxing match, we let's do also do one. Show. You know, uh, and and there we are. You know, we we put it together, we made it happen, and here we are. And I'm excited to see what comes next because I've. This is just someone like I've always kind of looked up to as a fighting style and just just an athlete in general. The athlete mm-hmm. mindset. Mike Tyson is is up there yeah, as one of just the, the badass, greatest man. athletes. American athletes of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's the young Mike Tyson, you know, with the hair and the hard part and Yo. just fucking down and gritty. Um, you know, post, post prison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super bad ass. <laughs> but he's in prime shape right now, you know, and, 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 like I I'm told excited you, he's like
1: what 51 right now and he's in better shape than I'll ever be in my entire life <laughs> no, guaranteed yeah, me too
0: right <laughs> you know so it's, I think it's definitely cool to see um, you brought it up to me as soon as you got here it's a no KO fight so elaborate yeah. on that a little bit
1: uh, I mean like from what I read it's just supposed to be an exhibition fight so like apparently it's no knockouts um, it's uh, there's they're basically just apparently is supposed to hit each other in the stomach for 10 rounds and then there's no declared winner.
0: So no face shots. I mean, or I don't know you're, like, there's light no face, face shots, shots but, or jabs like, or is, some is, shit. Is,
1: like, if you're going for a face shot, apparently you're not supposed to go for a knockout.
0: That's, that doesn't even make but sense. But I don't
1: understand what happens where if, you know Tyson does his what is one two where it's like a rib cage and an uppercut or yeah, something like that. Yeah, which is
0: just sheer dominance. Like and his will put it's anyone a signature down.
1: shot, and it's like if he does that, it's like what happens then?
0: Yeah. Obviously yeah. he
1: wins. Yeah. So like. Yeah. How do you declare that? Do you DQ do you, him for you, knocking yeah, someone exactly. out though? Like do you that's make him bullshit. Lose because he won the fight? Like that's basically how I'm looking at it at that I point. I think
0: Jones Junior scared though. I will just be honest. I would be fucking terrified if I had to get in there. Especially looking at the way he that Tyson buttoned right back up into shape. Yeah, like I immediately.
1: Mean, it's he's He's a scary motherfucker. I'm not and trying to...
0: I'm more... I would be better off taking a face shot than a body shot to him. I would I would rather get punched in the face, lights out, than take one of those fucking body shots by Mike Tyson.
1: I think i'd rather take a gunshot than
0: <laughs> holy shit
1: <laughs> i mean granted the toe right, but, right like right, i'd right. rather take a toe gunshot than a face shot from mike tyson that's for sure like i that dude could pack a i'm sure those are declared as deadly weapons so Fact. therefore if my fat ass walks in that ring and i'm like hey punch me in the face that might be the end of jared
0: yeah lights out right for good and
1: then, then and there.
0: A real KO.
1: Then I go to Valhalla.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, you know we're we're getting ready to watch two guys that have actually never faced each other and and here's the thing. you know, I watched uh, I've been watching them do their little docu series every week leading up until the fight. And Jones Jr's coach has been saying that he's he's under the impression that that Jones would have finished off Mike Tyson in his prime. And I'm just gonna be honest. I don't believe that for one second, but the main thing is 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 you're you're kind of comparing two different fighting styles. There's always the fighter's chance where <laughs> even though you wouldn't prefer to get in the ring with Mike Tyson, you still do have a chance to 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 put him down. Right. Yeah. You know, as do I. It's let's just look at
1: There's always an opportunity of sheer sure luck.
0: Let's look at the power. Mike Tyson, fifty and six. I mean, that is a fucking impressive record with forty-four knockouts.
1: Oh my God, that's insane.
0: Yes. That's ins- that is insane, correct?
1: Forty-four knockouts.
0: Forty-four knockouts. I mean, and we're talking a, a, a vicious animal, and you expect him not to do a knockout? That means, he might unintentionally.
1: Like 79% of his fights are a knockout.
0: Correct. Isn't like that fucked all up? All of his
1: fights. Not just his wins. That's all of his fights. Yep. I mean, that's insane. To literally walk up there and say, basically, I mean, 80% of the time, you will hit the mat and not mm-hmm. get up. Like, That's insane. What are the stats on Jones?
0: So Jones Jr. has won sixty-six fights and lost nine. So seventy-five. Here's the main thing though. I don't even know if his his knockout power or his knockout standings are even listed. Okay. He's got forty seven wins by KO out of seventy five total wins or total fights.
1: That's, that's good statistics. Not I bad mean, at all. Not bad not at all. It's
0: not the same, but... Here's the, here's the main thing with boxing, though. You have to understand. Day? Yes. Right. The main thing with boxing, though, is there's 12 fucking rounds that these dudes have to fucking go through. So, knockout, Mike Tyson knockout versus Jones, not Jones Jr. knockout might be two totally different things because Mike Tyson was putting people down first round, right. you know? Um, you go 12 rounds. Some dudes, I mean me... I'm gonna go down in the sixth round just due to exhaustion. You I don't, don't even down have the to catch me. round due to exhaustion. <laughs> right. <laughs> Honestly, probably me too. Um but it, you know, it's just it's you're fucking you're going ham. Yeah. And so yeah, it's probably it's probably nice to to decorate a very nice winning record as a as a professional or amateur boxer regardless. Um i'm just kind of excited to watch it though
1: yeah me too and that's that's why i also don't get like the whole exhibition fight concept because it's just like are we are we sitting here to to watch a cardio set of jones and tyson are we here to watch a fight you know yeah are we like what
0: are they here to display for us
1: exactly like like if there's no declared winner and no knockouts allowed then is this boxing or is this just
0: is it worth even buying the fight yeah yeah yeah. is it a sparring session right exactly
1: So at this point uh, I mean I told you earlier I just really hope Nate Robinson knocks the fuck out of Jake Paul. And that brings me to my <laughs> next that brings
0: me to my next topic. You know, uh Jake Paul is <clears throat> now he is con- considered a, a pro fighter um and he's fighting on a pro card. Um and he's fighting against Nate Robinson, former NBA player. And this is very interesting to me because jake paul uh well known for his stardom and vine and youtube um has kind of created this image him him more so than his brother of being a professional fighter and like truly trying to pursue that um i don't i can't speak for the rest of the world but i will say like it's easy to hate on that dude when you're from ohio and you're generally close in the same age like he's the same age as us so it's like you look at it and you're like bro that's some sus shit but um i i can't knock it because the dude's a millionaire the main thing like i'm
1: not knocking the financial like all i'm saying is just like it'd be
0: nice to get him knocked the fuck out
1: you come up on social media and expect to be taken as a serious fighter I want you to get knocked out. Sorry, it's like if David Dobrik went right. up there and was just like, "I'm gonna start fighting now." It's like, okay, I hope you get your clock cleaned, bro. right? Like and I'm you not going back lie. to making YouTube videos. Like, go make yeah, your money, exactly. but don't do it doing it. entertaining, and maybe you're entertaining to watch get knocked out. Don't get me wrong, right? But I, I don't see you as a serious fighter, me personally.
0: Correct. And here's the thing: is I've noticed because I, I, I take a. a I've taken a great liking into combat sports in general. Mm-hmm. The main thing is leading up to a fight, I I pay a lot of attention to what the fighters are doing and, and how they're preparing and how they're training for the fight and what they're promoting yeah. fight-wise. Um and on social media, he posted a compilation of him knocking out his sparring partners. Um, he had put together different videos of him sparring and knocking people out. And for me...
1: Why is that <clears> a feat, though? I don't understand. Like, it's kind it's of... It's sparring. T- You're so not to, supposed to knock the dude out.
0: To a, it's supposed to... It, no, it's supposed to...
1: I didn't think you were.
0: It's supposed to tighten up your the skills that you need to work on. Right. It gets you into a ring... Uh, with a with a fighter that is most like what you're gonna see in mm-hmm. in your in your match, um, so with this, maybe he was trying to prove a point to Nate Robinson. Like, look, I'm putting these dudes down. I'm coming for you. But here's the thing: most fighters, when people do that always get backlash when you post a compilation of you not or even just one video you knocking out your sparring partner you're looked at as that that fucking guy right you're that asshole
1: like you ever see that bully guy or something who like used to go into gyms and stuff and, and say let's fight
0: and dante wilder beat his fucking ass yeah yeah i fucking hate that dude i hate that dude. he's the undisputed people's champ or some stupid yeah. shit like that right right right
1: you can't declare your own record you prick
0: he tries to. He'll yeah. get his ass beat, and then as he's taking off the gloves, like, "Hey, you know I won by DQ, though." And I'm like, "Bitch, shut the fuck up." It's that sneaky shit, though. Right. It's the, mm-hmm. It's basically the same thing to me, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, if that's what you have to do to get hype or to try to intimidate your opponent. Exactly. Kind of a pussy. He's kind yeah. of just taking the soft way out.
1: Yeah, you're not. You're. You're not a fighter. You're. Uh, I don't know. In entertainment, like, yeah, it's like, like a you're studio just, gangster, yeah, bro. You know, like you, you only do what you can do on video. Correct. And then when it comes to a loss, you won't accept it.
0: Right. And and then that very well could be the case because listen, Nate Robinson, just as a as a as a basketball player, is an athlete at that's heart. That's what I'm
1: saying. Like that's why I want him to knock him out. You're dealing because, with a true like, athlete. In, in my book, he's been in pro sports and knows the actual discipline and everything mm-hmm. required to and granted if jake paul proves me wrong so be it i'm not gonna be pissed off yeah, It's not like yeah. i got money riding on this or i absolutely hate jake paul <laughs> it's just like bottom line the dude comes from ohio um and like you said you know not a lot of ohioans necessarily like the guy that much, um, yeah. I think we think knowledge. he
0: gives us like a bad name or something. You know, like I don't really know what just it is. Kind of
1: a dick man. I mean, like I, I yeah, he's don't get me a wrong. Like boy. I don't really. That's follow. what he is. Yeah, he's a fuckboy. Fuck okay, fair enough. But I mean, like that whole thing in like Japan when he went to that like, was the his su- brother. Oh, that was his brother. brother. Yeah, was yeah, 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 oh, oh, okay. yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So yeah, he got a lot of backlash on that. I mean, regardless of all of that, it's just. If you're a YouTube star, be a YouTube star. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, go yeah. back to the David Dobrik thing, because it's just like if David Dobrik... Like, he wants to go host a show. That's cool. That yeah. means you've done what I assume you set out to do. Correct. You made yourself more than popular on YouTube, and you've turned it into a more than professional career outside of having to publish your own stuff. Yep. You can just get filmed, and you've done something. You, you made it to Hollywood and so on and so forth. But then like a youtube star who then just wants to become an athlete it's like i don't know man the i think the person who is the athlete first
0: has hand. Yeah, i think hand, he's gonna win there has the upper hand. and also probably like a good 10 years on you <laughs> yeah, you know we're I not mean, talking like a young like an old man he's not fighting an old man he's fighting a dude in his 30s right you know who uh, i don't want to speak on that and be wrong i'm actually going to look out to make sure how old he exactly is fact but, check yourself nate robinson age
1: excuse me
0: you are excused 36 okay so i was right and and
2: that is what grown
0: man strength is right there at 36 i mean you're gonna beat most 20 year olds in an arm wrestling match that's just that's just by having the age advantage Mm -hmm. you know so uh, we'll see where things go um I'm what I love about fight nights are the event themselves, the environment, the people you spend it with, the food and drink to be had. Yeah, I, I, I love exactly. it all. I, I love, love
1: everything it. about it. Like and, and that's why I like because I told you on 255 that I was like, I don't really follow boxing, but I'll go on this. Mm-hmm. And then I realized this isn't I mean, it's boxing, but it's not like you're getting this on Showtime or something like that. It's right. in a. Company I've never even heard of Triller. Yeah, I mean, they like, make
0: um, they make short snippets of videos. It's essentially like TikTok.
1: Oh, okay. So exactly. Yeah. So like I've I've never even heard of the company. And props to them. They're, right. they're definitely putting a name to their brand now because yeah. with all this shit, they've collabed but, with World
0: Star. They've done they've done a few things just for this event, which is kind of cool. Right. You know?
1: And like maybe I, I'm sounding more like a boomer now because I don't know what Triller is. <laughs> but like bottom line, I'm just saying like. You know, it's not on Showtime. It's not pay per view through mm-hmm. ESPN or something. This is just like its own standalone thing on the internet. And it's like, if it works, sweet. I'd love to see more fights come through it and see, like, you know, like these If they're going to cool shit, yeah. Like Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, I'll watch it all the time. Um, and I'll also have a biased opinion, apparently, every time, too. Right, <laughs> right. But right, regardless, right. you know, it's, I also don't know who the first two fighters are.
0: Uh, neither do I, and I don't care. Okay, fair enough. You fair know, enough. And neither I don't. I don't care.
1: So, but I, I'm excited for those for those last two fights, and like I said, I hope they're both knockouts, and I hope Nate knocks out Jake and Tyson knocks out Jones.
0: Yeah, I just th- something about me, something about hearing what you just said. I I'm just gonna assume that you can't cage a fucking animal like Mike Tyson yeah you can't I, put him in the rain expect him to to behave
1: I don't know if I said it already but I, I know I told you earlier uh I just don't know if I recorded it or not but like I think his, his coach actually said you know like Tyson is not here for an exhibition fight yeah he is trained, and he is here to fight. Correct. So if there's an opportunity for him to knock someone out, I believe he will take
0: it. <laughs> right. And that's his coach. And that was and him addressing like, the no-knockout policy? Is that what he—
1: I believe so, yeah. I believe oh, it was that's like a, a question of— They were like, regarding the exhibition fight, what are your thoughts? And I think that was That's like gangster his as fuck, response. bro. And it was just like, good, because now I know that like when I spend the money, it will be worth At it. least you someone
0: know? is yeah. giving us a good fight. You're not wrong there. Um, so here, like I just talked about, it's, it's the event. It's who you spend it with. It's the food, the drink, the, the environment as a whole. Um, let me hear, in your opinion, one, um, some must-have food items, whether they be hors d'oeuvres, um, a, a particular um, entree, um, and then your top three drink choices for a fight night weekend.
1: And this is with the group of people, right? This I, is this, yeah. This, you're this you're here. Like...
0: You're with friends. Okay. Uh, you're with family. You're enjoying the fight. I want to know um, the three, the three food items you're bringing, and the three, um, dr- you know, the three drinks that you're going to be making to enjoy the fight.
1: All right. Well, I mean. I'm turned on to, like, a new cocktail. Like, I'll tell you, it's super simple, Mm -hmm. um, but it's so good. Um, But we'll get to the drinks after. Like, first and foremost, food. I'm definitely going with pizza.
0: Yeah. Um, Which is just the hitter at that for any event, sporting-wise.
1: Basically, yeah. I I mean, it's if you got hot pizza served, then no one's going to be upset. I don't know. I mean, you have a vegetarian, you can suit them. Just cheese, as many veggies as you want. You have a meat lover, you know, so on and so forth. A pizza can basically suffice to anyone that isn't lactose intolerant. And you still can do it. You just won't have cheese on it. Correct. Um, but regardless, it, it can it can serve just about any any people at your party. Um, and then and it's just going to sound like a football thing. Because I'm going to also say chicken wings. And then I'm also going to say like a chips with most likely some kind of dip. And like that's all I really need to get your yeah. fight night, you know.
0: Are you going... Because
1: my main goal is like... Eat a slice or two of za, maybe have some chicken wings, and then I'm just gonna nibble on chips throughout the
0: day. Yeah, but like not like overindulge, exactly. Just you have know, something to just like kind of keep you yes, entertained. Exactly. Right. Like, I'm with you on that.
1: Fill the void. So, like that. That's me with the food, because I'm a big guy. I love to eat, but my main portion of eating is done stoned, watching Netflix past like 9 p.m. <laughs> right, right, right. So like when I'm out there watching the fight. I'm mainly intrigued on winning all the bets I'm making with all of my friends at the, at the and fight. And you are... A, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'll do that a lot. Um, So uh, I'll place a lot of bets, so I want to do that. And I also want to drink a lot. So I'm not going right. to sit there and eat a lot and fill my stomach up with food when I'd rather fill it up with, you know, some bourbon or something like
0: that. Absolutely.
1: So, which brings us to the next portion, which is the drinks. And as of right now... I'm big on uh, a beer called Elvis Juice, uh, which is an IPA. It's a grapefruit infused, and I love it so much because I don't really like anything grapefruit other than White Claw and that beer. Okay. White Claw Ruby Grapefruit tastes like 7-Up. Fight me if you think I'm wrong. Please don't fight me. I'll lose. (laughs) Uh, uh, um, And... The Elvis Juice Grapefruit IPA because, like, you know all the bitterness you get from all the hops in an IPA? Yeah. So it basically takes away, the grapefruit takes away from the bitterness in the hops. Because you expect the grapefruit itself to be bitter. So then when you get the bitterness, you expect that to be part of the flavor profile, I guess, and not part of, I guess, the fermentation process. So they complement each other well. Yeah, it's really good. So... And I really like it for any time. I mean, some people call it a summer beer because it's a grapefruit, but yeah. I like it so much I'll drink it any yeah, fucking it. day of the year. I know so, people
0: that will drink fucking summer shandy year-round. They just don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah, that's insane to me. I can't yeah. do that. I can't hey,
0: do that. I, But I'm, all I'm saying is I know I, people, I know what you mean. You though. Know?
1: Yeah. It's it's a good analogy for the, but man, summer shandy. I, I used to love those things, too. Yeah, yeah. But now we de- it's like we I drank, used to drink them I drank like three of them, and it's like, okay, I need something different.
0: Yep. So, so your Elvis juice is definitely one of the drinks.
1: Yeah, that's definitely gonna be one. That's gonna be like my beer. That's gonna be like if I'm getting too fucked up. Yeah. this is what I'm gonna. It's your mediator. Sit here. Yes, correct. Um, I really just like bourbon nowadays, so mm-hmm. I can also just drink bourbon straight. But I'm not gonna make that as a suggestion. So like, uh, my go-to would basically be a Captain and Coke.
0: Okay. Yeah, you do love that.
1: I do. It tastes like candy.
0: It's always been your thing, though. I'm not wrong. I know it. (laughs) Yeah, you aren't wrong.
1: No, but I mean, like to me, it tastes like pure candy. So I love Captain and Coke, and I'll make that like three quarters rum, one quarter Coke. Like yeah, I I know. I I know
0: how you make your drink, bro. So,
1: um, but the newest thing that I've been turned on to, and oh my god, like this. When I when I was told about this, I was skeptical, and then. Like, I I can't take any creative rights to this. Unfortunately, I would love to. But there is a new beer. I don't even know if it's a beer. I'll just say what it is. It's the Pabst Blue Ribbon Hard Coffee.
0: Whoa. Have you had that? No, I don't even know what that is.
1: Okay. PBR basically makes a coffee, like, beer. It's a 5%, like, just like your White Claw. It comes in a tall can, like a White Claw or something like that. Okay. But it pours out. Like a, am sure you've had a vanilla Starbucks It's the same Starbucks size as a White Claw yeah, can would be. it's the same size be. as a White Claw. Got gotcha. you. But when it pours out, it looks like, I'm sure you've had a vanilla Starbucks Frappuccino. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, it pours out and looks just like that. What it the fuck? It tastes just like that. Now, here's the coolest part. I'll throw it in like a Yeti container mm-hmm. or drink ware or whatever, throw some ice in that, and then I go and currently seasonally, if you can find it, um, salted caramel crown royal.
0: Yeah, 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 yo!
1: I use that as the air quote creamer.
0: I was kind of hoping my, you would do you would throw something cool in in my
1: coffee, but I still can't take creative rights on this because this was all like shown to me. Okay, so like uh, from my current neighbor, I live with my parents while my new house is being built. Right, so, right, right. Um, their neighbor, they turned me on to this, and. I shit you not, man. I can drink three of these and be hammered. And the coolest part is there is caffeine in them. So like on a fight I'm night, still up when your night starts at ten o'clock and your last fight starts at one one thirty, mm-hmm. you can sit there and have a blast the entire time without yawning without worrying about shit so like i love that as like a fallback the only thing is that doesn't mix well with pizza so make sure when yeah 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 when you start drinking that you're done cut off the food Yeah, or just eat chips (laughs) damn
0: well fucking but that's that's actually i did not i did not expect you to come with something like
1: that 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 is like my new thing i love it it's what i do for every football game now every sunday that's how i start my 1 p.m Browns game that's that hitter right there huh? I I fill up a thing with the PBR hard coffee and salted caramel is extremely hard to find so if you can't find that it's okay go get yourself a pinnacle whipped pinnacle vanilla um, or whatever your preferred liquor is if it's whiskey or something like that get it what you believe to be a good creamer in your coffee so vanilla uh, mocha if you like chocolate instead you know you can go just get whatever that flavored version of that liquor is and put it in there and like this might be girly or bougie as fuck but i i could sit there and drink that shit until my eyes are crossed i mean it's so good it is and it's a great golf course drink, too. That's the other thing. You yeah. wake up at 7 a.m. and you go it, golfing. i imagine it would
0: be a good morning. Yeah. Like, it sounds fucked up to yeah. you. Like, it's a good morning drink. <laughs> but you know but what I mean. if you
1: go golfing at 7 in the morning, you yeah. instead of... You know, you're off your all day, I mean like, Why not? Shotgun to beer at hole two, <laughs> and it's 30 a.m. Yeah, you're like, no you're fucking like, ass I can just chug a five percent PBR and basically feel like all I did was do a Starbucks run. Yeah. So and still get
0: that energy, but that good buzz. It's probably a, a very good feeling.
1: Yeah, and it's a five percent drink too, so it's like your wife It's better right. than beer. I don't want to say it's better than beer for your beer aficionados out there, <laughs> but it's it's got a higher alcohol percentage than most of the beers. what's a white claw
0: what how much is on a white claw? i believe
1: it's five percent
0: okay yeah yeah five percent five percent
1: so i mean you're getting the same thing so you can start out your morning with you know your pbr hard coffees if you got a container you can bring a little flask dabble in whatever liquor you decide with yeah and then keep it on hand by lunchtime switch over to white claws And then get an Uber home because you're not making it. (laughs) That's facts.
0: That's facts. There you have it, folks. You know what his top three food and beverage items are going to be going into the fight night. If you guys try them out, let me know. Hashtag that shit. Jared's top three. Tag the podcast. Let us know. And we are now back after a quick break. Hope you guys aren't confused. Uh, things are getting a little different over here. You feel me? I'm getting a little bit different. Uh, this is probably the latest I've ever recorded a podcast. It is really? our time, eleven oh six. Wow! So this probably will air tomorrow. But here we are, America. America. Hell yeah! <laughs> in in classic family tradition. Here we are, and I don't mean that in a Hank William way. So, if you fucking country boys, that ain't no family tradition. We're talking uh, family podcast. Um, <laughs> so an- another one of the nonsense stories that that took place while we were um, living together. I don't have we even brought this up that the fact that we all we didn't even bring it up that we all used to live together.
1: No, I, I think I mentioned earlier. You
0: mentioned that you. Uh, that Maybe that we you lived had together.
1: like I don't think I mentioned like the entire group. Okay, we which don't, is fine. Names, name,
0: so. um, yeah. Me and Jared lived together for for a, a good period of time. Um, Year and a half, two years. Yeah, for a while. And the funniest thing is everything that happened, but the day that you were offered a job by a prank text that we decided to yeah. roll with. I mean,
1: that was really cool because like everyone sees those those. I don't know things on so or posts on social media basically to where someone like gets that random text from someone that uh, a number they don't know mm-hmm. and it's not a telemarketer or someone talking about your vehicle's extended warranty. It's, it's a true accident. It's a true human being right. actually reaching out to you thinking you're someone else. More often than not, you know, it's like an old person who doesn't really know how to use their phone. But I was fortunate enough to where like when it happened to me, like. I had prayed for this moment for quite some time. I was like, I really want to be put in a scenario to where some random human being reaches out to me and doesn't realize that I was not their intended audience. Right. So, um, I mean, this guy, I wish I still had the text. I probably do somewhere because I don't delete text. So, um, but regardless, I, I mean, it would take years. Yeah, not years. Would so it would take scrolling. a while to try to yeah. find that. But regardless, this guy reaches out to me, and uh, I remember—I'm pretty sure you were the only one in the house at the time because I, I rented three rooms. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty—I—I I know for a fact it was just us. I'm fairly certain I still have the picture of you wearing the VR goggles without the thing on the front. <laughs> and um, excuse me, we—I uh, <laughs> got this text, and this guy texts me, and. Um, I'm paraphrasing at this point because obviously I can't word for word quote it because it's been a while. But he reaches out and he's like, Hey, I uh I've gone over your portfolio and <laughs> and I've realized that if we diversify your funds a little bit, then we can actually look for an increase of about like seven to ten percent for next month. And like the moment I get that, I'm just like Either this is the most intricate telemarketer I've ever witnessed, or this guy's a financial advisor <laughs> reaching out to the wrong customer. So I respond with, time. yeah. Uh, and I'm inebriated. So I'm willing to take full creative rights right. on this. So I get this text and I, and I think I literally looked at you and I went, I have been waiting for a moment like this.
0: Dude, you came out of your room and you said, Oh dude. <laughs> And I remember sitting on the couch and being like, what? And you were like, bro, we are about to have fun. And I was like say less <laughs> you filled me in and i would do we just took oh, off with so it. Like, you took off with it yeah, but i, I mean, was there to help like at
1: first like you can't just blindside him with something stupid so you gotta like you gotta go roll off. with it you gotta, you gotta build that, that like, like yes so i think i responded with great uh, i'd love to uh, meet uh, meet with you in person to go over all the numbers something like that so like we sit there and i think we follow like a normal conversation for like i want to say like three or four text bubbles right. back and forth so like we go through this whole spiel and after that he's like great I can't wait to meet with you um when's a good time and I was and I think I responded with um well, to tell you the truth, I've recently opened a new BDSM facility in Cleveland. I can, I'd be glad to give you a VIP ticket so you can enter and we can talk more business there. Uh, hope that's not crossing any boundaries or something <laughs> like that. You did say
0: you try to like keep it professional. <laughs> yeah,
1: like I try to keep it professional, but also throw in the fact that I have a BDSM facility and I'd love for you to attend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is so fucked so, up.
1: So, and that it was so funny because like this guy's like immediate response on texts like seconds after I send I send that text and there is like an eerie fifteen minutes of pause and you're sitting there just like waiting for the response waiting and he he still hasn't pieced together the fact that he's taxed the wrong person. Right. Which to me seems like that would be such a red flag. I'd just be like, <laughs> let's check the number here. Yeah. So, but I guess I roped him along enough through the first couple of taxes that he believed he was just I was still to, a yeah. correct customer. So he was just like, actually, I'm okay. Um Maybe we can meet for like coffee or something like that. Or you can come to my office and we can talk numbers. And I was like, sounds good. And I had, <laughs> I had you put right. on a pair of VR goggles, but it's the Samsung ones where you put the phone in, and then we took off the front plate cover, so it looked like he had two googly eyes that were mechanically placed in the center of his face, and I took a picture, and I sent it to him, and he has his thumbs up, and I said, sounds good, and he never responded. The next day, this guy reaches out to me and says, boy, uh, I... Th- I think I'm quoting this word for word because I've never seen a text say boy oh boy. But he said, Boy oh boy, you got me. <laughs> and then dot dot dot. I love your sense of humor. I'd love to talk to you about any <laughs> any future opportunities that you may take forward. So at this point, I'm just like, what? I reached back out to him and I was just like, I, I don't understand. He was like, I realize I texted the wrong person. Um, if you're looking for a job <laughs> in finance, reach out to me because I love your personality. And at that point, I was just like, this could easily be the coolest shop i've ever walked into but then again if someone's hiring someone because of a bdsm text that went wrong i don't think it's really a successful company (laughs) so i'm not gonna follow up with it but i mean that that was still one probably one of the coolest situations i was ever put into especially because i was really waiting for that like i really wanted some random person to text me and the way it ended was with a job offer i was just like man could that have gone better
0: it's crazy how that shit works and like to be honest When I was in college, I got a text from a random Michigan number completely on accident. Mm -hmm. Ohio to Michigan, there's not much of an area code difference, so I don't think it raised any red flags uh, on their end. Mm -hmm. Um, I ended up becoming friends with this chick. Like, we're still to this day friends on social media uh, due to a wrong text that she sent me, trying to bitch about her boyfriend, <laughs> and I just roped it along, and roped it cool along. Wait, yeah, wait, wait,
1: does she now know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, okay. no, no, we're friends on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she I'm just knows. Making sure, she's yeah, yeah. Not like, no, she
0: knows a hundred percent. Like, this ain't no catfish shit. Okay. That'd be kind of <laughs> fucked up. Um, but yeah, she she uh
1: to date she still thinks she's got a best girlfriend or right, something. Right, right, right. <laughs> she
0: she's sending me money via Western Union. <laughs> I'm just taking her for everything she has. <laughs> you know, but it's like it's like I remember like that and dude, I could have had a lot more fun, but like I, you you know how I am, bro. I'm mm. the fucking scumbag playboy little fucker. <laughs> you know, so I would try to run it to the fucking dirt. Uh, but it's just funny how shit ends up like that. Like you you're used to dude, I got three calls today, one while we were recording this episode. Now my car is fucking extended warranty. I hate that shit. I decided to run with one of those one day. I was in the dealership, had closed two deals in a row, having a good day. Take that call, real person. How are you doing? Let's chat. Oh, I chat. love it when it's real people. Oh, my God. I fucking, I, I, I got used them to going.
1: Fuck, I used to fuck with telemarketers when I was a kid. Yeah. Back when the telemarketers were big, like on landlines. Right, right, remember? right. And I remember one of my favorite things was I knew a telemarketer called, and they asked to talk to one of my parents, because they knew my eight-year-old ass was not the homeowner. Right. So I, uh, it was one of my favorite things in the world. I sat there, and we had, like, the old desktop where you played pinball on. Yes. You know what I'm talking yep, about? absolutely. So, like, we had the old desktop, and we had the side speakers or whatever hooked up through an auxiliary cord. And I said, yeah, no problem. Let me get them on the phone for you. And I played... um Caught my life snippet. in two pieces. Oh my god! This is my last resort. And I, I said, please hold. And I put that up. And I put it on repeat one. And I sat it there. And I shit you not. After 28 minutes, I picked up the phone, and said, Hey, are you still there? And they said, Yeah. And I hung up. I was just like, like How do you not give up after 28 what? minutes of what, Papa Roach? I think it was. I was like, What the fuck are you doing? Like, oh give god. up, obviously. There's no what? residence putting you on hold <laughs> with Papa Roach the fuck? for 28 minutes. You fucking idiot. Oh my you, God. I was just like, you know, and it's Bob from India. We are like, you know, you're making that name up, man. Yeah. Like, hello, thank you for calling Xbox Cluster. My name is Bob. Like, no, it's not, man.
2: Like, dude, you're I am immediately crying. lying to me. <laughs> you put it
0: on fucking my life. <laughs> that was
2: <laughs> that,
1: that, that was really fun i, I loved oh
0: my that. god i'm crying tears right
1: i now. i even used to i i actually told my parents that story and they loved it too like because i actually felt bad at the end of it because i was just like well maybe that was someone the dude
0: wasted 30 minutes yeah. on a scam call that wasn't bad <laughs> he was just like yeah <laughs>
1: oh my god man it was, oh god. It was what's even
0: point. funnier is that when you walked in i was watching how to do credit card scams <laughs> on the fucking on youtube oh my god
1: oh man that's true yeah that was funny yeah
0: if anyone's listening to this and wants to sell me their social name maiden name all let i me need know. is your
1: name and the cvv code <laughs> on the back of your card yeah let's just
0: let's get to it let's get this money fam Bro, but it's fucking hilarious getting these calls and I'm one day in the dealership and I'm feeling some type of way and two sales in, take this call and I'm used to just ripping phone calls at work. I get this one. I said, you know what? I know I made some money today. I can check out. Let me, let me entertain some bullshit. So Mm -hmm. I I answer this, I'm, I'm talking my shit and, uh, basically there it's, it's this, lady it's an american lady it's this white lady and she's talking to me about my car i give her the year make model i'm not giving her the vin or anything but i give her the year make and model and she's just like great did you purchase a warranty with your thing and i'm like well isn't this the purpose of your call and she's (laughs) like well yeah and i said well yeah i did i said the dealership i work at i sold the car to myself i'm a salesman the dealership i work at gave me the warranty she said sir you sell cars, and you sold yourself a warranty. Why are you on the phone with me? I said you called me.
2: She goes, sir,
0: you you've got the wrong number. I said you called me. What are you talking about? You dialed the seven. Yeah, nothing. yeah. She was like, she was like, sir, uh, there's nothing that I can do for you. Have a good day, and hangs up the phone. And I just remember being like, well, she's a buzzkill. Like, damn like what the fuck sir you got the wrong number bitch you called me that's literally
1: abandoning the scam you just worked towards like yeah and honestly at that point don't break character if you need a car salesman great i have a better opportunity for you drop your current warranty like just keep going for fifteen hundred dollars scam artist Why are you, why are you breaking? Yeah. Why is that you're breaking? Don't fold
0: now. Yeah. She probably thought it was the feds. She was like, dude, this is not, this is not what needs to happen right now. I've
1: seen like cops do it though. Like, like I've seen those videos of like cops 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 taking a scam call and and then telling them they're a police officer and they still go along with the scam. It's like, at least they're dedicated. You know, they're not quitters.
0: <laughs> fact, fact. Have you ever seen the dude that records himself talking to the scam? He like shows himself and the screen and they're like, okay, now I need you to give me your passcode. And he part starts literally typing in the star icon and he's like, are you messing with me, ma'am? Are you messing with me? And he's like, my grandson does it. I, I don't understand. And she's like, he's like, you motherfucker, you stop doing that.
1: I've seen the the one where they do like impersonations, like Peter Griffin answers the telemarketer and stuff like that. Uh, Those ones are pretty good. Um, But I think, I think like my favorite thing is like, if I know I'm actually talking to a human, do you know what the national DNR is? No. Okay. Well, for everyone who's making quick assumptions in the medical field, I'm not talking about do not resuscitate. (laughs) Okay. I want to live. But uh, what I'm trying to say is uh, there's a do not call registry, and I believe the majority of Americans are on that. Uh, if you're a registered citizen, you yeah, should be. Yeah, that's why the phone book is and so then goddamn a corporate, thin. corporate, but then you get taken off that every time you go to like Giant Eagle and they ask for your phone number and stuff like that, and you give it to them, you then publicly announce your number. So every time a human being calls me, and I know they're a scammer, I immediately, like, I love it because I sit there with silence, and I'll just... i'll let them do their spiel and i'll be like yeah i'm actually on the do not call registry if you call me again i'll contact the authorities and they sit there in silence Mm -hmm. and i love that i live for the crickets with telemarketers because i'll sit there and i'll just be like is there anything else no sir and they end the call done (laughs) Done. and it's like when they're human that's what makes them not call you back too
0: have you are you hip to like the new age wave of of scams though like so, it's not even it's not mean? even like it's not even fucking uh, Ahmed in Afghanistan anymore. Yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. it's here in the states, and like being a local scammer is like a it's like the new age version of being a dope boy in the nineties.
1: W- what is the scam? Then? So a like- local
0: scammer, basically, what they're doing is they're purchasing information. They're they're purchasing what's called dumps uh, on the black market. And dumps are loads of information, loads of people's true personal information Mm -hmm. from whichever area you need to purchase from, whichever city, county, state, nation. Uh, You purchase a dump, which is, I think, like 5,000 people's information that has been hacked. These These Russian scammers hack into accounts. All so over like the... like,
1: what is the info... Like, is it Facebook DMs so, or is it, no, like, no, no, no. the Social Security numbers? No, it's, it's
0: their chip information. So, they get all... They pull all their chip information. And then from there, your chip has everything. So, that once... Like your phone? Like your w- SIM card? No, no, no. Your chip on your debit card. Your oh! Magnetic, the... Either the magnetic strip or the actual chip. They okay, can, I see what you're What they do now. is they, they hack in. So, like, they'll... Uh, say I contact a Russian hacker and I said, Hey, I need every... Um, dump from Giant Eagle in Ohio. They'll hack into all into Giant Eagle's shit and for a full day they'll they'll start fucking unloading everyone's transaction history and start giving me their name, their fucking card information, boom. And they'll sell a dump to someone. So that say I, I say I want to keep d- it. Individually local.
1: sell those card numbers like you don't, you don't even have game? to. You
0: can you can then have all that information and then pay someone else To make you actual cards and IDs, and then they send you in return a bunch like three that's
1: intricate as fuck a
0: bunch of debit cards and IDs with then your face as their name so that you can start buying shit. You can go into stores, you don't have to worry about Walmart cameras. You start buying all the PlayStation, boom, Mm -hmm. boom, 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 boom. You start doing all this shit, and you're not raising red flags immediately. So, give it 48 hours, someone yeah. catches up on it. Th- that surveillance footage has already been deleted. It's taken up too much storage at that point. Right. Two days later, no, they're on today. Sorry. So, it's shit like that where it's, you know, it's kind of that's interesting. That's the other thing that
1: doesn't make sense to me, though. Because, like you said, you go out and you buy all the PS5s or something like that. Right. It's just like... If you really want to do some comeuppance, why don't you just use that for, like, regular-ass shit?
0: You would, a you know, lot of people do. You know, go buy your
1: food, go buy your gas, go buy... You know, like, play it smart, because then people will look at their credit card history and just be like, unless the state is listed and they're, like, in Washington and you're in Florida, they're like, okay, red flag. But regardless, if it just says a Sunoco purchase or something like that, that's, people will probably just bypass it. I would.
0: That's the main thing, though. Here's don't the thing. Don't steal my shit. People aren't looking Please. into... This is I, I and trust me I was listening to that interview with a scammer mm-hmm. it's so common that it's it's interesting to me so that's why I, I've researched it they're I'm not it's not
1: like like a Netflix documentary about this shit
0: there there will be soon um there's basically they're not looking at it as they're hurting the person whose identity they're stealing the bank is liable to refund you the money if your identity is stolen and used to purchase other shit. You dispute the transaction.
1: Depending on an investigation. Correct. And that but, investigation can last forever. See, like that's what the big thing is. Like scammers don't think they're affecting the person because right. they all think that somehow it's insured. But
0: then scamming but, is up at this time of year. That could that could freeze someone's account and stop them from buying gifts for their family.
1: And but that could also freeze some that freeze isn't for a month. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not just going to last through Christmas. People it's have like, to open oh, up a new account. Yeah. I mean, people have to sometimes entirely switch banks. Yep. Like, I mean, it's it's ridiculous to me. Like, for anyone, to sit, for a scammer to sit there and feel, like, if you don't feel remorse for that in any way, shape, or form, okay.
0: No, scammers d- are called cockroaches for a reason. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and they, they've accepted that term. I mean, it's, it is what it is to them. Yeah. The the system is crazy. So you can purchase dumps, you can send it then to someone else to to give you an official card with IDs, mm-hmm. and then you can do the, the footwork if you want. Right. Or you can purchase the dumps and then offer you can just be a one stop shop. You can purchase the dumps, have all the information loaded, and let people come to you ready to purchase cards and IDs. Yes yeah, and you see, can I have feel a, like that, you can that, have that, an intricate system. Yeah, that
1: that feels like to me the most intermediate way without feeling as guilty yeah, right as right. guilty because That's where basically the most money all you're doing is, is middlemanning you're taking like five thousand people's information and you're selling them one by one and whatever that person does with that information therefore should not solely be your responsibility. up to them it's like yeah. selling a gun you Yeah. Know? if they use that gun for harm that should not be granted every part of it's illegal if the gun illegal. was obtained illegally then we're diving into more of what we're talking about. But I'm just saying that it's like along those lines. Yes. You know,
0: and a lot of it's starting to come out because Atlanta is such a hub for scamming Mm -hmm. that I, I even have guys that I work with in Bedford that love to travel to Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta is called Bollywood for a reason. You know, Mm -hmm. you got a lot of dudes that look like rappers uh, that, are rappers? Some are scammers that are multi-millionaires. Right. You know, you. Like it's I, hard seen to tell.
1: Those, uh, I don't think I don't know if it was in Atlanta in specific, but like Vice did a thing. Not that I support that's the New majority. York. Of, that
0: is New York, where they're okay. pressing their own cards. Yeah, yeah, that that's New York.
1: That's the one I watched that and like. So that's what, that's what a dump there, loader like what, does. Like ten k a week.
0: Y- yeah. Yep.
1: Holy shit! I mean, like I get the appeal. Right. I don't ever want to live my life in fear. Therefore, I won't do that. Exactly. I mean, still
0: it's, it's crazy because depending on which route you go and which role you choose to fulfill inside of that environment. And Mm -hmm. because like I said, every aspect of it's illegal regardless of what it is you're doing. Um, It's hard because if you get pinched, who do you turn on? There's no one really you can turn on because you're talking about some fucking hacker in Russia that's using a VPN that shows up in Afghanistan. It's it's right, so hard yeah. to track. That if you get caught, it's on you, dog. You got to take the fall. The good thing is, is these scammers, they're only doing two fucking 24 months, two years. Something light. They're not actually going to prison for a long time. So they go out. They go into prison. They perfect their craft. They get out and they fucking do it again. Right. Just, it's a never-ending cycle, you know? It's crazy to me. It's
1: insane. And like... The the living they'll make off of that that's the worst part you know is that- that's what's
0: crazy is that you mistaken them for rappers because they're that rich right there's a there's an there's a music video that I'll show you that Chief Keef just remixed with these dudes uh it's called Local Scammer and the song actually goes kind of hard yeah they talk about insert card I'm online. Sufficient funds in the swipe. And I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck? And the music video is hilarious because they're just flexing so much money, and you're right. like, why do you have this they're like flexing money then like another clip they're holding like towers of iPads and MacBooks and I'm like dude is this worth it like is this And that's the other
1: thing cuz the the reason they have those towers of MacBooks and iPads is because that's another hustle they don't know they what have.
0: else to do yeah but, they got I mean, all this money
1: they're gonna money. sit there and probably gonna resell that at mm-hmm. a profit i mean cuz i either bought That's them how blocked. you turn
0: it into cash though yeah. because you can't really transform credit card scam into cold cash without purchasing an item Something, to resell, yeah. whether it be shoes, designer clothes. Once you got the pen. You can just electron. do cash
1: advances on every. Yeah, you could, get.
0: but then then the issue comes to a lot of places that allow cash advances, uh, like those money loan places. Mm-hmm. Those that surveillance runs a lot longer than a Walmart does. You oh, know, I see what you're saying. So yeah. they it's easier for to them the to ATM, get caught. do
1: a cash advance, you're fucked. Whereas if yeah. you go to Walmart. And buy
0: Correct. ten iPads where Walmart surveillance only runs for the for twenty four to forty eight hours. Right. You know, you know they get their shake off That's and they know insane. they're good. Yeah, That's it's crazy.
1: But it's just like I mean, if you think about it, great, great come up. I mean, sure, but the amount of work you're putting into that, you could probably also do in a legitimate source of income
0: with that much.
1: Because like, you know, they're putting in like they're putting in mindset and. Knowledge and everything, time, Correct. everything required in a normal, legitimate business. What it
0: takes to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know? I mean,
1: like, but you could do it with something else legally.
0: I used, I, all, I, not used to, I still think like in the midst of my drug addiction, the amount of money that I used to hustle up from just be having the gift of gab mm-hmm. is insane to me because I, I'm not even capping when I say that I could have bought this home three times over. Like, that's insane. Yeah. That is insane that I had that much determination to get obtain one thing that I would acquire so much money in a single day. Right. You know? it it That's crazy. That's yeah. insane.
1: But and that just goes to show, it's all about determination. Right. You know? If I mean, you want
0: something bad enough, you will get it. You
1: will and you can.
0: Exactly. You
1: can and you will, I guess is so
0: wild. Man, I didn't even mean to go off on that rant about <laughs> fucking credit card scams, but listen, just be careful hey, this it holiday season. It exactly. Yeah. Um and that's another thing I want to talk about too is uh, during this holiday season, for anyone that's listening, if you're struggling with something of substance abuse, just keep in mind this is a time of year where if you are in the midst of a addiction, you're not going to be seeing your family you're not reaching out to them you might feel ashamed you might feel afraid you might be scared understand that it's not too late to get help it's starting sure. to get cold here in ohio yep. there's plenty of places that will take you in with no money out of pocket if you need shelter if you need help contact me whichever way works and i will find you help with that, we'll keep the show going. Just had to plug that quick segment. Yeah, of course. Because it is something with, with Thanksgiving being just, just happened. Right. I remember the days where I couldn't see my family.
2: Right.
0: Honestly, since I have you here, I remember the day that you had to deliver to me that my grandmother had died because no one else had been able to tell me. Yeah. You know? That, like, that was that's not easy dark.
1: news to pass.
0: It, but, you don't want to be the person that has to do that. And I remember right, your face.
1: I mean like the 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 other side of that is just like the fact that I had the information and like that's the other thing, you know, it's like I didn't want to have to be the one, but you still had to know it. You know? Right. Like it's that kind of thing. Correct. So I mean it it's unfortunate, but at least it got to you, you know.
0: And that's a lot of people's reality right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, with the opiate epidemic inclining and still continuing to grow, there's so many more cases just like my own where people are just out of the loop on what's going on with their family because they're too involved in what they have going on. Right. You know, and I think it's important to know because those are some of the most, this this time of year used to be the most shameful time of year for me where I would actually go back into my hole even deeper. Um, And I think a lot of people do the, the, the mind of an addict tells you to go in deeper and to isolate more Mm -hmm. because you don't want your family to see where you're at, you know, they don't want your, and like in a fucked up way, you're trying to protect your family from seeing how bad the reality of of addiction in general, the face of addiction is, Mm -hmm. Um, but it also gets cold at this time of year, so, yeah, so everyone kind of
1: turns into like their own form of a hobbit, whether it's internally Correct. or externally. Yeah, you know, and that's that's kind of just what this season brings. Although there are holidays and joy and merriment, there are still the negative dark times for other people.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, third eye blind.
1: A third eye blind. I mean, so like.
0: I didn't even know they went on tour. So you guys are going to kind of get caught up on this as we continue to speak.
1: I mean, I got to even look it up now. So, because I got to remember when this was. I want to say it was two years ago. But, I mean, we, I got tickets as a birthday present um, to a Third Eye Blind concert in Cleveland. And uh, I got these tickets and I was reaching out to everyone I could. And I was just like, Hey, you want to go to the concert? I have. I literally. I had a comp tonight at uh, the Nine, which is a really nice hotel. That way, no one had to drink and drive. No one had to worry about paying for an expensive ass Uber. Literally, right. just go crash, and your biggest payment was basically going to be for if you raided the mini fridge or any Uber Eats, which <laughs> we DoorDash Taco Bell that night. Yes. Um. But one of my buddies reached out and he was like. Or, well, I reached out to him. He was like, dude, like, I, I'm not I'm not going to buy a ticket to a concert that I don't really know. Like, he was like, I know, like, two songs by Third Eye Blind. And I was like, well, you're in luck because of all the perks I just named here. The tickets are free. We have a comp room. All you have to do is pay for your own beer, buy me a beer, and then basically pay for the Ubers to and from the hotel. So we get to the concert it's a fucking blast and he, my buddy realizes he knows like 13 third eye blind right. songs <laughs> he just didn't realize that third eye blind sang the songs that he knew um so like by the end of it he was hooked on third eye blind we're having a blast and like we walk out of this concert and like two raindrops hit my head and i'm just like that's never a good sign so like buddy orders that uber and like we're in concert traffic now which is so dead stop traffic yeah so i mean like at this point we can literally see on his phone like it's starting to rain like not downpour or anything yet but it's starting to rain a little bit you can see on his phone it says my uber is five minutes away that went on for over an hour and like it got to the point where we canceled the uber And then we started just, like, we were, like, we're just going to walk. And then it starts downpouring. And, like,
2: Uh. it's
1: not, like, you know, like, shower here, shower there. It was nonstop downpour. Just for as long as we stood there so like we start walking and it gets to the point where i'm like let's just find the nearest bar so like buddy's got his phone out and instead of looking at uber he's trying to look up bars but his phone's broken he's got like a cracked screen like a little hole or something like that that reaches the internals of his phone and his phone's starting to glitch out on him because there's so much water getting inside of it so we stand there and like as we pass like this cross street we see down the road like this hurdle of human beings under like a six inch overhang that's over a garage and it's just like you know how you normally see a garage in the city like it's the garage door but it. it's got the like that six inch brick overhang coming out from the garage that's out jetted so like everyone's hurdled under that for like guard from the rain because apparently everyone's melting i'm soaked already so like we're basically doing this to preserve yeah you can give a fuck yeah so like we sit there and like he's trying to figure out uh like uber on his phone and like little by little like everyone that was hurtled under this pieces off and it's just me and my buddy left and so like we're standing there and at this point i'm just like keep looking for the uber but i fucking give up and i throw my thumb up and i was like i'll hitchhike the fuck home Because, like, at this point, or the fuck back to the hotel, not home. Right. Um, But I was just, like, at this point, it's just, like, everyone here went to the concert. Third Eye Blind is kind of a cool crew. I mean...
0: Yeah, that's a fucking They've huge got some, crew. Yeah, but
1: like I just at that not point in like time, a yeah, crew, yeah. or it didn't feel sketchy to me. Some might think differently. So, but regardless, I'm thinking like, okay, everyone who attends a Third Eye Blind concert is probably pretty cool, right? And I'm hammered, so this isn't the best judgment possible. But I stick my thumb up, and he's trying to figure out Uber. And like, first car drives by. This chick rolls down her window, and she's like, "Where are you going?" And I'm like, "The Nine. She was like, The Nine? I'm a mixologist at The Nine. And for anyone who doesn't know, that's a really douchey way of saying I'm a bartender. Yeah, basically. So, uh, fair enough. They have great bartenders there and they're extremely skilled, which is why I understand why you're calling yourself a mixologist. But she tried to shake me down. That's why I'm calling her douchey. Because she sat there and said, I'm a mixologist at The Nine. We could take you there. So I walk up and I was like, I am willing to offer you like sixty dollars just to give us a a 10 minute ride back Mm -hmm. she said you're going to the nine i know how much that place costs. give me 200 bucks what and i'm just like like baffled at first but at this point i'm cold i'm soaked my buddy's phone is breaking i'm like i will give you 200 fucking bucks if you take us to the nine so i go to get in the car as I go and like we hit the window, the person in the front seat looks back and says, "No, we're not doing this." And I look in the front; they're in a lift.
0: Oh shit! The
1: driver was not even a human being who was willing to take me to the nine. She was gonna make two hundred bucks off of me and then probably tip the her side, driver right. like ten bucks.
0: The driver said, "Hell no!" Nah. No,
1: the shotgun person, the person they were, the driver was going along with everything, probably thinking he was gonna make some money,
0: but right, right, gonna. right
1: and so like regardless i saw this whole scenario when i saw lift in the front of the yeah, car that little I, sign i looked at him and i literally flipped her off and i was like fuck this and i walked back to the thing i stuck my thumb back out and i said to my buddy i was like pull uber back up just in case <laughs> so like we started sitting there and like maybe 10 15 minutes roll by and next thing i know i hear you need a ride?" and i'm just like yeah,
2: because
1: Do I don't know where this comes. This isn't directly across from me. So now I'm like I'm looking down the roads, and as I look to my left all the way down, probably like twelve cars down from where yeah, they're we're already passed. I you. see one hand like waving out of their thing, and we screamed, "Yeah, you mind?" And they were like, "Sure." So we run up. We go up to this guy's car. And I went in. I went up to his window, and I was like, "Before we get in, are you sure? I'm willing to pay you, but are you cool with giving us a ride? We're just going to the nine. It's a hotel in Cleveland." And they were like, "Yeah, man, just hop right in." So at this point, I'm just like, "Cool. Either we met some really cool people, or we get mugged." These these are the two outcomes that happen tonight.
0: I've been there a few times in life. But Trust me, not at a Third Eye Blind concert. It's better concert. than
1: cold and sleeping on the side of a road. So I'll take.
0: I've been there as well.
1: Uh I'll take the possible <laughs> upside compared to the downside as opposed to only a downside. Right. So like we open this guy's car and we're like in traffic, but it stopped traffic. So like, it's not too big of an issue. And like, right before I get in, I was like, I need to warn you. We're, we're fucking soaked. Like we've been standing out in the rain for like probably 30, 45 minutes. Like it, it's, we're soaked. Like, they are like, don't worry about it, man. That's why we picked you up. We understand it's not perfect conditions out here to walk. we're like, okay, these guys are pretty nice so far. So, like, we get in, and there's there's a guy in the front seat. I don't remember their names, and I hate myself for it because you'll understand why. Um, But guy in the front seat um, and guy in the, obviously, driver's seat and like we get in the back of the car and they're listening to like reggae I think I think it was Stick Figure funny enough that I made a joke about it earlier um, but we get in the back of this car me and my buddy hop in the back there and then like it, it just kind of turns into like a bullshit thing like at first I'm just like please let me give you money like you're doing this kind act out of your heart please let like let me give you 40 bucks right no let me give you 60 bucks no and I went up to like a hundred bucks or something like that. And he just kept refusing. So I was like, well, I'm not just going to offer my yeah, keep going finances away. And I was just like, fine, don't take my money. So like we start driving and like, we're going through and we're like bullshit and talking about how we enjoy the concert and stuff like that. And then buddy in the front seat reaches, looks back and says, Hey, you see that bag back there? Why don't you hand that to me? And like, um, um, not in a paranoid state of mind but like my thought is like we're now handing him the bag that gives him a gun so he can mug us like right like right. let's worst case scenario this in case after I you touch just walk them up car. money wise too. yeah he's exactly like, oh. i just talked him up to 100 bucks and then said yeah ah, fuck it i won't keep going up so like i've already said how much is in my pocket basically yeah um so regardless like we go through this whole thing he's like hey why don't you hand me that bag back there so, buddy looks down, it's right in between his legs. He pulls up this bag. He said, This one? He's like, Yeah. And, like, I'm, I'm, like, like I said, I'm not too paranoid, but, like, I'm willing to think, like, okay, maybe I have to fight my way out of this scenario should it be required. And then he hands his bag up and he's just, it's a drawstring bag. So he does that two finger open on each side, reaches in.
0: A two finger hitter.
1: Yeah. Reaches in. Next thing you know, pulls out a twisted tea, hands it back to me. Pulls out another twisted tea, hands it back to my buddy. Pulls out two more twisted teas, hands it to himself and the buddy in the yeah. driver's seat. I'm like, all right, this is actually turning out to be way better than an Uber. Like, <laughs> this is actually kind of cool. I'm listening to Stick Figure bullshitting with these guys yeah. drinking twisted teas in the heart of Cleveland while I drive back to the hotel. You this almost is, paid
0: some mixologist cool. bitch yeah. in a lift yeah. 200 bucks. 200
1: bucks and a... Stanky ride home because I'd have been pissed. Yeah. So, like at this point, I'm I'm kind of excited, and then uh, <laughs> like we keep driving. The guy looks back and he's like, "You guys smoke?" And I always have to say what first because.
0: Yeah, you don't know. You might run across one of me. We pull out a crack pipe. We get the blazing.
1: I'm not worried about that, but a lot of people, I assume, are talking about cigarettes. and Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So like, uh, they're like, you smoke? And I'm like, what? And they're like, exactly. So then they pull open the thing. Next thing you know, he pulls out a vape pen out of his drawstring bag, starts tossing that around. And I'm just like, dude, I'm getting stoned and drunk in the back of this car <laughs> for free. And I'm now... <laughs> listening to stick figure on a 10 minute ride home to the after night. a dope ass concert. And like, so like we're going through and we're getting close to the hotel and I look at this guy and like, I really want to say this story because I hope everyone in the world, I, I don't expect you to pitch up, pick up hitchhikers. Don't get me wrong. But like he had this, fucking awesome attitude to where i was just like please let me give you something i was like let me give you some money he was like no man i i I won't accept any money because like we're getting close to the hotel and i was just like listen we're soaked but i have weed up in my room let me smoke you guys down because you guys smoked with us and he was like no dude i'm not looking for anything in right 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 and it was funny because once i mentioned this his buddy kind of like gave him a tap but i was just like how about this When you drop us off at the hotel, we'll go up. We'll change into some dry fucking clothes. We'll hit the closest bar and I'll buy the first three rounds on me. His buddy looks at him in the shotgun seat, gives him a little elbow nudge and goes, come on, let's get a beer. He's like, all right, we could do that. So we start as we're getting right to my hotel because he's following a nav. He doesn't actually know where he's going. And neither do I, if I'm being honest. (laughs) So. He's following a nav. We pull right up in front of this uh, hotel. And like before he even realizes like the actual pool in for ballet and stuff, drives right past it. And I was just like, it's right back there, dude. And he was just like, he, like he did let out like a silent fuck or whatever, like fuck. And then he was just like, I'll tell you what, guys. And this is what blew my mind. He was like, I got a 4 a.m. meeting with corporate in the morning. He's driving me, and it's one thirty in the morning right now.
0: So like, oh, at th- this I'm point, thinking this is like still like sun's up, like maybe no, it's late. Eight bro. at night on it's a summer night, late.
1: Like it's at. Li- I will say at minimum, it is one in the morning. Damn. Like, and this guy's got a corporate meeting
0: in three hours, and
1: this isn't. This isn't post or during covid where he's doing zoom meetings this motherfucker had to go in the heart or some shit right go to a room with board members or something like that and like so i'm like appalled at this and i'm just like dude drop me off here he's like no dude i will drop you off in front of the building i told you i'd take you there i was like please let me give you some money and that's why i said i i like this guy's attitude because he said listen and this was what I thought was so cool is that it kind of went full circle was that the guy that was in his front seat, he said, I was in North Carolina. And this guy, he's also from Ohio. I met this guy in North Carolina because he was wandering on the streets and he couldn't find his way home.
0: His passenger?
1: His passenger. What the fuck? He picked him up. He took him uh, like on a ride home or like took him to the place. And he like talked to him to figure out where he was going. Right, right. Took him back to the place. And then they like became friends made today a lifelong and then, friend yeah and then went back and he said i want you to do me a favor if you see someone in need like you were today i want you to pay it forward that will be payment to me damn and i was like dude you're a genuinely good human being like i never would have done something like this like i thought that was the coolest thing in the world drops was fucking front, awesome and when he told me he had the 4 a.m meeting i was just like please go on your way have yourself a good night yeah. get some sleep I'll, I'll was buy some
0: like, ambient on on the black market yeah, for you right we, now. We dog. sat
1: there, we ordered Taco Bell we just trashed our entire room with fire sauce basically. So <laughs> I mean like at that point we didn't need to go to a bar. We were sufficiently fucked up in any way, shape or form. I just wanted to pay them right, in some way, right. shape or form what they did. And like when that guy was just like, pay it forward, I did it for this guy. I did it for you. You do it for someone.
0: Don't lose hope. Don't lose fucking. And I was just fucking, like, dude, yeah.
1: that is like the coolest thing I could have. Like, I went from thinking I was going to be mugged to basically like. Being shown more the, hospitality
0: yeah, in a car than you the were the entire terrible
1: night. the most human being I think I've ever met in my entire life. So I That's don't know. fucking awesome. To me, I was just like, that was probably one of the, the coolest scenarios I've ever been put in where I thought it was going to go horribly wrong and went the exact opposite direction.
0: I'll tell you what, on something that positive, I say we we close off the show on that. I only because that is fucking beautiful. <laughs> um, I will say, I did, and, and, and to close off the show, I know he's listening to this. I've got a good buddy. Um, he hitchhiked from, I believe, here in Ohio, all the way to where he was trying to end up was California. Ended up somewhere that's out in the middle of nowhere with a truck driver, uh, which ended in a meth binge and a maybe a murder. Like some shit got dark, Holy really smokes. fucking quick. Uh, yeah. So wow. don't pay it forward every time. Yes. but obviously, I, I mean, yeah, that, on that,
1: that goes to show, you know, like
0: NCIS shit. Trust your gut.
1: <laughs> yeah, Leroy Jethro, gut right there. <laughs> but like, I mean, like, bottom line, don't take what I said as. An educational purpose to go basically drive any homeless person you see a- along the road. Still hope Bottom left line, in humanity, yeah. though. Yeah. All, Absolutely. All, all I was trying to say is exactly that. You know, there, there are still good people out there, and should you find yourself in a needed position, don't be too frantic to not trust someone.
0: Yeah, and don't also be desperate to take the first thing that jumps out at you.
1: Also, don't spend $200 on a lift, but... Except the guy who apparently refuses to take your money. Absolutely. I guess. I guess. Absolutely. That'd I like a that. would be lesson learned there. <laughs> I did
0: not know that story was going there either.
1: Yeah, because I, I, a lot of people, like, when I do the hitchhiking portion, everyone's just like, oh, you got mugged or something like that. They they expect the story to go You that said way. grab
0: the bag, and I kind of was like, oh, okay. Like, homeboy lost his half-broken phone, and, and, and you chalked <laughs> your fucking money up to the game.
1: Right, and that's what everyone sees it going towards, and then next thing you know, it's, like, turning into the most hospital, hospitable situation I could have been in. I like that. Better than any Uber.
0: I like that. What a great way to end the show. Thank you for being on.
1: Of course. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It was Absolutely. Great to
0: see you again. And this was very much needed. I think for anyone I listening, agree. this is this is a true insight to where everything started for me personally and where this show is has truly found inspiration. So For all you guys listening at home, thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Mindify Crash Podcast, and I will catch you next Wednesday. Enjoy the fight, be safe, and please do not drink and drive. If you guys find yourself in that situation, reach out. Fucking I'll come pick you up if need be. Uh, We'll work something out. I'll catch you next week, guys. Take it easy.